sake, kids. What time is that? Oh my god, I get caught up watching those videos. <laughs> so oh my Stop. god, I want to like kick that lady in the face. Like, oh, Be nice to Grace Randolph. She's how's everybody doing this week? I'm doing okay. How about yourself? Well, we got a golf clap out of uh Stacy. I just realized uh, I forgot to put the names on. There we go. <laughs> That explains my past week. <laughs> yeah, insert boomer joke oh my here. God. <laughs> All right, let's let's go around the horn and introduce everyone. But this time, let's start at the bottom. Over, uh, wait a minute. Uh, so bad at this. Down yonder, that way. Oh, down here. Back from the near dead, Judah, almost near oh death, Judah. I unfortunately, I unfortunately had a COVID scare last week, so but it wasn't COVID, so I'm very very happy. Yay. It was just the flu. It was nothing serious. Thank Just God. Because no one Thank dies God. from that. So, and you probably can hear my cats fighting. Again. Children, they, I'm friggin' live streaming. Calm down. Every Sorry. time we go live, the cats start up. Yeah. Well, you bounced uh, back pretty quick. I thought you'd be down for at least more than a week. It was, pro it was a long week. And I'll tell you the truth. Everybody else wanted to know if I had COVID. And I kept thinking, I want to know if I have COVID. <laughs> like my employer was all over me all week. So. I'm just happy that was over too because that was all drama. Here's so. the real question on everyone's minds: <clears throat> How much weight did you lose from it? Uh probably not that much. Oh. <laughs> I thought I'd actually lose weight, but I really didn't. I actually, Sometimes. I actually ate pretty bad. Like I, I got on sale before I got sick. I bought the mac and cheese um, Stouffer's. It's like a like oh a family size. It was on sale for like five bucks. You know the tray, the one that comes from the yes, right? yes, yes. And I remember it's right next to the oh. veg the vegetarian lasagna, which I know everybody here has bought that, right? Mm. Um, and, I, and you know the worst thing in the world to hate grocery stores do is you know when you first come in with your cart, they have like a little section on the side there with pastries and breads and all the carb. Stuff I think it's the vegetables eating. and fruits and all that. It's the sort food. of in the produce area, but it's sort of to the side. Mm. And I, I swear they purposely put that shit because that stuff isn't selling. But it's the most terrible thing to eat. But you, when you pull in, you're just like, ugh. Because you're there at a grocery shop and you're already kind of hungry. You must have missed the sign that said Jude here. <laughs> yeah. It was like five bucks. And it was like five bucks. I don't know. Like and it must be good for you. <laughs> 10 pounds of like gooey mac and cheese, like three cheese, four cheese. So, <laughs> so which is it? Three or four cheeses? I've got to know. I can't remember. I have to dig the box out. So many I mean, cheeses. is it really technically cheese? It was probably, it tasted more like plastic, but cheese jury's out. food. Jury's out. So easy <laughs> with a side cheese. of chemicals. <laughs> The whole time yeah. I the whole time I was sick, I didn't feel like cooking. And it comes in a tray, like an aluminum foil tray. Uh, All you gotta do is throw it in the oven and then or preheat the oven and then throw it in. And that was dinner for like three days for me. Wow. <laughs> because you don't feel like cooking when you're sick. You literally no, just gotta eat and go back to bed, you know? I usually don't even eat when I'm sick. I just like 
I eat like I nibble some crackers, take some mm -hmm. ginger ale. But I'm the um, biggest baby when I get sick. Yeah, it's it's a treat. I tried hard not to have the man cold this time. Like talking mm -hmm. about it with people, I tried very hard not to complain. It's in your genetics. Right. <laughs> Above Judah Buddha is the one and only. She would be known as Stacy. How are you, Stacy? I'm good. I can't complain. That's it. Yep. Okay. <laughs> no. You're yeah, saving all the it. witty banter for later. All she's got. She's got your LED lights. Well, that was last last yes. Yeah, you've got the new LEDs. You missed. Um, you missed yeah. when we did the the story about the guy who married his sex doll and then cheated on her. Oh God. Stacy's yeah. lights were going all. <laughs> <laughs> Stroby and stuff. <laughs> it was excitable. I was just covered with mac and cheese and like oh half asleep when the yeah, to go was going on. It's about twenty minutes in. It's hilarious. Oh, something's yeah. got to make me cringe. So did he cheat and on? Then he cheated on her. That's he, that's yeah. the real. With that's like the real corporate or something. It was like this, some a found some like some found object around box? the house. It was like a flashlight or something. No, no, it was oh. it, it, it was a box with a hole in it. With like metal spikes all over it, it was weird looking. Uh, if you know what a flashlight is, uh, I feel bad. <laughs> dude, why don't you show the audience no, dude, yours? Go grab yours. Go grab yeah, yours. I don't have a flashlight. <laughs> an, an ad ran up one time on my freaking Facebook. All right, and I clicked uh, it. You know, they usually uh, have connected kind of a thing. Keep, going keep on. digging. <laughs> keep digging. Yeah, those ads are. Uh, they spy. Those ads, they know what you're yeah, right. What have you been watching? Hey, why don't you try this new product? <laughs> you really, you know, put yourself out there, Judy. You know, well, now that we're completely off the rails, it's time to bring in Peter Bradley. Hello. Hello. Hi, how you doing? <laughs> I have nothing quite as ex ex I'm 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 over here with 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 Stacy. I'm I'm good. I'm okay. I, I'm certainly haven't been as excitable as uh, as Jude over here. Mm -hmm. But uh yeah, I'm okay. I'm surviving. I'm, I'm good. There you go. <laughs> you I'm got good. a pulse. I got a pulse. Yeah. I'm good. Nice. I'm breathing. I'm eating. Got my got my geek time swag on. Heck you yeah, do. man. What? Mine is in the wash, as they say in Pennsylvania. It's in the uh, I got my swag on, but it's a little vintage. Well, uh, before we get f moving and steamrolling, and I got to oh. just say, guys, uh, this week, much less weirdo news. Much less, a little bit. Of course, it's Star Wars Lucasfilm related, of course. Mm, yeah. But uh, I think we have an upbeat week for a change. Stuff to laugh and stuff at. Excellent. For the most part. Uh, but first, I got to pimp this. Next week, uh, writer producer Cameron Pash is going to join us. And I cannot believe this is happening. Because um, if anyone's familiar with the channels of Doomcock or Neurotic or Midnight's Edge, uh, Cameron is a mainstay there. And um, I was just farting around in the chat room on Doomcock stream one night. And I said, boy, it'd be great if we could get big enough to get Cameron. And he actually said on the show, uh, just send me a DM and, and I'll do it. And he did, he's the man of his word. So um, what's great about Cameron is he is about as honest and open as anyone could be. And he's going to drop some bombs here next week. It's going to be a lively, interesting discussion. He is uh, hes an interesting dude. And, uh, nice. Yeah. It's uh, Well, I just heard the chimes. Uh, in. I'm going to bring in our fifth panelist. But first, I must introduce myself as Mr. Cara Dune. Moving on. 
Jason Breidenbach. Welcome. How are you, man? The brother mm -hmm. of almost near death. Hey. Yes. Oh, was that my can phone? you hear me? We yep. can hear you brimming with life, Jason. So yeah, next week, uh, Cameron. All right, looking forward I couldn't to that. find the StreamYard link. Uh, oh, it wasn't that last then last email that came out. It wasn't there. You had to go to the one before it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. we got Aaron in the room too. Aaron, but you Aaron, found it. You're here. Oh, Aaron, you got to come in next week uh, with us. Yes, uh, he is a great writer. Um, it, it's just interesting, and I'll let him tell his stories uh, of why he has uh, some trouble in. Oh, yeah. Climate he, of Hollywood. he's amazing to listen to. He really is just just jaw dropping of, of the things so that he can spill. It, it might be one of those things where we say, "Okay, Cameron, go." Uh, no, you know, he's no, um, just like, well, we'll just sit here and we'll just twiddle our thumbs. And so, you know, I made the background the uh, New York Stock Exchange this week <laughs> because we're going to love it. Dollars. Yes. Next the bell. You have the bell noise. Ding, 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 ding. I do not. Can't have everything. Uh, let's see. I want to dive in. First thing I want to do, though, before we go anywhere is let's check up on our guest from last week. Oops. Denzel Oops. Washington. Yeah, no, Denzel, that's uh, – it would help if I was all the way at the front here. Yeah, I didn't yeah it that. would. Yeah, well, I'm old and I'm losing my mind. This thing's two days in, gang. Two days. Damn. And it's almost at its goal. So um, let's, let's – yeah. Anybody out there, let's get Edwin over the hump here and uh, – you know, he'll have almost a month of gravy yeah. to earn more. And, and Any days out. left. That is impressive. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So good go, Edwin. Yeah. Really happy for you, man. We're all rooting for you here. Definitely. So, yeah. Very fun. fun to watch. I put in. Edson put in. Um, what about you, Deadbeats? I no. did not. I will. In. I will. I have the link. <laughs> I will. I got the, I got the email because I signed up. I signed up for the email, so I, I gotta. I just gotta jump in there and. <laughs> does he? Does he have make different... my contribution? I know what, Stacy. You want to be the one that puts in like over the top. That's right. Like... Yeah, you know. <laughs> so what? <laughs> what do you get for donating? Like, how? What, what's his tiers? Can you? Do you have the tier list? Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, let me. I gotta pull it back up. Hang on. Hang on. Pretty cool stuff, though. Like you know, between the card and the poster and. There was like some yeah. cool prints that got went right away that you know one time prints that were available. Those were really cool looking. Yes. Is it uh, is there a base tier or do you just you could donate anything? <clears throat> Both. So uh, the feature this is the, the most popular is the comic and a print and a poster. Oh, that's cool for thirty bucks. That's pretty yeah. cool. Or nice. just you get the poster for ten, the comic book for fifteen, the comic book and a print for twenty. The comic book and a digital PDF for twenty, a Ace sketch card by Michael Beacon for twenty-five, two copies of the Ace and two prints for forty. Uh, this one sold out. Yeah, Joe those are cool. Yeah, these are great. I was thinking about the shark, but I wanted to put in more than twenty-five. What I should have done is two. That's what I should have done. Mm. I didn't think of that. I just thought of that right now. Oh, that's a great panel, <laughs> right there. That's a great panel. Yeah. Oh, this, hit, yeah. Hit, 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 yeah, that's awesome. Dislocated. That's great. I think he broke his cheekbone and his jawbone. <sighs> like right. you do. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, this is awesome, Edwin. We're really psyched for you. I, I saw him in the chat here, so um maybe he's still watching. Um, if so, 
Rock on, brother. That is awesome. Making moves. That's good. We could be a little bit of help last week if we were any whatsoever. Um, so, uh, Stacy, last week we had the great story about the guy who married his sex doll. Yes. And it was your idea to come up with the news of the weird. Uh, yeah, day. you came up with a you came up with a good one though. I again, yeah. I just stumbled on it again. Mm -hmm. um, very similar. I was watching somebody's stream and <laughs> up it came, and I was like, oh. So you saw I put it in the opening video. Mm -hmm. on the book. I did. Yeah. yeah. So, it's um, not as cringy, I have to say. Not as cringy. Th this <laughs> not as cringy. That it's gonna be hard to top a guy who marries a sex doll and then cheats on her with uh, I did read about one where some guy object. some guy like was losing his toes in bed because he had had some issue and like whatever and his wife wouldn't sleep with him because his toes would fall off. Because they they're all black and stuff. That was pretty nasty. But anyway. Did you bookmark it? We can maybe use that. It's not easy to find these things. Oh, I can find them. That's the okay. You, you get on one for next week because I've done right. the weird oh. shit that I stumble upon. Oh, I can imagine. <laughs> I, I hate using Daily Mail because look at this website. Oh yeah. Yikes. Like, like wow. Like yeah. Mm. Newspapers are in trouble, are they? Oh, look at the advertising. Well, that's why they have to. They need to. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I actually mm. use. Anyway, like, this this is the uh, the new climate of Zoom meetings. You got to be careful. You got to know what's behind you. So um, <laughs> this woman here, she goes on, what was her name? Yvette Amos. She goes on the BBC <laughs> to do this panel. And if, behind her on the bookshelf is a very large. Something. Phallic symbol. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a, a marital aid, if you will. I don't know if it was. It could be like a candle. Maybe it was a something. gift from her last. There's whatever. theories. There's theories if you read the article. Last partner. Uh, Apparently, it's her daughter's. Oh, well, did she buy it for her daughter? <laughs> she, she made it in <laughs> art class. I don't so, yeah, no. I watched the interview and my son pointed out what was behind her. I did see it. I don't know what it was. And I have not asked her. She's a grown woman. No, I think they're talking to her parents in this oh, article. That yeah. looks semi set up, though. Because look at, look it at, is, the, yeah. look Some at the framing of that a, shot. It was, a, it was a joke. The framing is unbelievable. That's amazing. That's amazing. But it's funny. Yeah, no, but like that wouldn't just be there. Come on. Uh, the guy from CNN, Jeffrey Tubin, pulled all his clothes off and masturbated on it. Well, on that's a something. To, I guess like the, if you read the article, it talks about how her friends like saying she's totally like chill lady. Like she wouldn't even care. Like she was. Well, she probably doesn't. she doesn't care. Yeah. Uh, but it's just funny. I What really struck me when I did this, I just had to do a job for my client, um, for their CFO. And he was upset or they were upset that he had an old, uh, a cordless phone, like for a landline, a cordless phone on his desk. And they wanted me to paint it out frame by frame. What? what? Like, like they have cordless phones at home offices. I mean, you're going to, they're paint. not offensive to anyone. I wouldn't think, I mean, but it's like, that's how like people are analyzing backgrounds now. And yikes. So yeah. the worst, the worst was I was in a big department zoom meeting and the guy had a booger. <gasps> oh no! And every time he exhaled, it went down. Oh, and then every no. time he talked, it went in. It went down, and there was like probably that happens about in real 60, life though too. There was like sixty people in this chat room, and no one was saying anything. They couldn't like. Would you like? You can chat to people on private, can't you? Yeah, you like, can. God, it it literally was going. Wee, wee, Dude, wee. Did you run straight to the grocery store for the mac and cheese right after that? 
But it was just funny because it was just like it was disappearing, coming back every time he spoke. It was like, okay. you know, that's great. Yeah, got the- and in the whole time, and then after we got off the Zoom meeting, all my coworkers were text messaging each other, and we we're like, dude, what the frig was that? Like, how can you not feel that? They paid that out of frame. It's all on you people, man. Like, nobody gave him a heads up. Like, that's your human job is to like be like, hey, bud, check your nose. Like, that's it. I guess you're not supposed to interrupt people. Just- yeah, but you could no, have right? muted. Like, I would have been going like message. this. I would have been doing it. No, I would have been. I, don't I, know. Totally I say send him, send him No, I mean to, to signal the guy. Like, <laughs> you wouldn't have gotten it. No. No, no one's going to install the chat, chat for. You could just written it. Right. That's what I'm saying. You, you, you can even send like, it to, yeah. Just a direct thing to him. Like, hey, bud, check your notes. Send him a text message. Privately. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, or, you know. We could just do it. Like Unless that. they don't like him and they just thought it was funny. It, it yeah. was pretty funny. But it wasn't like dislodging, which was the disgusting part about it. And, anyway, and nobody yeah. was like, to the guy. in his mouth and disappears like a fly in Raiders. <laughs> I would just no. do it like this. Dude, <laughs> <laughs> yes, I say. Yes. Yes. <laughs> do it. I'm going to die. Don't <laughs> make me laugh. You sure you don't have the coof? Uh, Woo! <laughs> All right, moving on. Up. Now everybody's um, doing this. <laughs> Everybody put your mask on. Uh, bummer, man. Um, this is know. terrifying. This is the second time this year we've heard of someone in their 40s who had cancer mm. at stage mm. four. And know it. Uh, it hits home because I'm 44. <laughs> I'm older than that. Well, now you're older than Screech. <laughs> um yeah i mean like him and um chadwick boseman you know he's just yeah well, chadwick boseman knew he had it for a few years yeah 44 is the new 27 now so nice 44 is the new 27 yeah that's uh, terrible i'm sorry it was a terrible yeah. joke that's a terrible joke. <laughs> yeah it was but you're right <laughs> and that damn echo again that's so weird um so yeah, I mean, he didn't have any pain or anything. I guess he was just—he felt run down. Mm. Those uh, those ads are a little inappropriate. Life is too short. <laughs> Yikes! Oh, the internet Life is too short. After. Yeah, like, they really just got to tear the internet down and start over. Look yeah, but if, if, in order for you to get lung cancer, other than smoking, I mean, how else would you have gotten it? Being exposed to stuff, you like, know, asbestos. Yeah. yeah. Who knows? You know, all kinds of toxins. Toxic masculinity. Exactly. That'll definitely give you cancer. He had an interesting life, though. Later on in his career, because he was such he was so typecast, right? For Screech, he couldn't really yeah, have really a role. Didn't have a career after that, and, right? Um, and then he had a sex he, video. He was kind of a mess. Yeah, he was. He was in prison, and yeah. I mean, that he could have. Stacy, there you go. He could in prisons. Conditions could have been awful. He could have been. Right? Exposed black mold or yeah seriously <clears throat> yeah it's just awful and then you know the cast um the cast put up some stuff uh, oh, it, mario lopez all right look at mario lopez right he's like what 46 or 47 I know, and he still mm-hmm. looks like he's he looks almost the same and look at the two of them next mm-hmm. to each other yeah so he says uh dustin you'll be missed my man the fragility of this life is something never to be taken for granted prayers for your family will continue on um it's weird seeing Screech like all grown up because he's still got this the face. Yeah. Yeah. And he's all beefy. 
For 44, his hairline is legit. I mean, holy shit. Um, <laughs> Tiffany Amber Thiessen, I'm deeply saddened by the news of my old co-star Dustin Diamond's passing. Life is extremely far. At least his face me. grew into his nose. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. It kind of works. It's, it's weird that he has like a, a normal grown man's neck. <laughs> that's but right. You know, yeah, because he had well, the little... Oh, he was so skinny. Yeah. He was I think skinny. he was the youngest cast member on the show, I yeah. think. Yeah, he was I like think. only 15 or something or 16 when he was on the show. He was show. three years younger than everyone else, I think. Right, yeah. right. Uh, Mark Paul Gosselar, deeply saddened to hear of the passing of Dustin Diamond, a true comedic genius. My sincere condolences to his family and friends. Looking back at our time working together, I will miss those raw, brilliant sparks that only he was able to produce. Pie in your face, my comrade. Tom Green, rest in peace. So, yeah, there's a. this is a good one by Mario Lopez. This is when Mario found out he, he got diagnosed uh, and had the positive he's going to pull through. And uh, Would it take three weeks or something for him to wow, go? Something like that, yeah. Like two, three weeks, yeah. So between him and Chadwick Boseman running around with stage four cancer, it's kind of terrifying. Yeah. Oh, Lark Voorhees also chimed in. I'd like to take time to spend send special love and best to Dustin Diamond, who was one of my dearest friends. That's when she found out he was diagnosed too. I would just like to point out that she was my favorite character on stage. <laughs> I wonder why. Oh man. So um, yeah, that's a bummer because I I I just told you guys like a month ago I ripped through the that one season of the college mm -hmm, mm -hmm. somehow I was addicted to it. So, <laughs> and you admit it. I, okay. I, I will always admit my love for saved by the bell. In fact, right. in I appreciate fact, that. I, appreciate I have, to you, I've listened to the first couple episodes of Zach to the future. <laughs> the that? new saved by the bell podcast starring Mark Paul Gosselaar. Oh my goodness. As he reviews saved by the bell episodes. Oh, funny. Why I, I have a question. You know how when you're watching your favorite series, you're watching a series, how yes. many times do you skip the intro when the, when it comes up on Netflix? Every, Every time. time. Every time, did yeah. You, did you Unless I have to go to the bathroom, then I like, let it <laughs> did go. Did you skip the intro, Keith, every time you watch Save by the Bell? No. They have that music, they right? Say, they were on Peacock and that you can't do that. Oh, okay. Because that no, intro was really catchy. The college years had a different song. Oh, okay. It didn't have that, you know, we're on because we're saved by the bell. Yeah. All right. Uh, more good news. Um, this goes to the the uh, the GameStop. I mean, like, can anybody explain to me? I, I sort of get what happened here. I sent you that graphic or that tweet that someone explained it as a, what was it? With the babies? Address. With address. With address. I, I with thought address. that was very helpful, actually. The dress right. analogy. Um, really I don't know helpful. if I still have it. So basically the way I understand it is that someone can uh, – well, you've got a comment from Aaron about Dustin Diamond. Mm. Um, so apparently someone can borrow your stocks, mm -hmm. sell them to somebody else, mm -hmm. and the idea is that they have to buy it back and give it back to you. Yes, hopefully they, with me. They want to do is sell it for a profit so they can pocket the extra. Right. And they usually do that, and they what their their hope they're planning on the stock going really really low, so they do this on purpose to to lower the value of stocks. Right. And so that way, so they're screwing over the little guy, or they're screwing over the companies. They're it's, trying, they're actively doing it to, to make a to make yeah, it's called shorting, and then to actively make a profit. Right. It's almost as if like, um, what is it? I borrow uh, something from you, like an action figure, like this Jabba. 
Here, how about my new Carl Weathers grief cargo figure? Right. And then what I what I everybody do, show your action figures now. <laughs> and what I do is I return is that this, action figure. I don't think my brother has one. <laughs> That's mine. You can't have my grief cargo figure. Brother, do you have an action figure? Are you are you where's it? Oh, 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 we spoke too soon. Does he have the spawn? Oh, figure Batman. Batman. There you go. That's a badass Batman. Holy shit. I could go get more downstairs, but Oh, I've got it. They're not mine. This one's mine. This, this is, is my one though. This is actually my brother and I's. My that's a badass Batman figure, brother. <laughs> that's funny when you put it up close. I like it. Gonna shoot Jabba. <laughs> oh my god, this is a this show is, and tell. You this is like, this? We're all in kindergarten right now, and the teacher's trying to give show us a and lesson. Tell? We're like, look at my toy. Look at it. <laughs> yeah. Brother, I I have this, but I don't have his little thingy saddle. Oh, you need remember? You gotta get I don't have it. I my dad gave me this in a box, but he didn't no. give me his little What were we talking thing. about now? So, so anyway. So he borrows Jabba the Hutt. So if if you let me borrow Jabba the Hutt, what I do is I bring it to Walmart and I get thirty dollars or whatever the same price that you bought it for. And then how it works is that I I then wait until this Those goes on clearance, and then I buy it for like ten dollars, and then I. How does it work? You give no, me no. I'm sorry. It it go up in price, right? Is that how it works. Right. You you stay here and make sure he doesn't leave. Right, we'll stay here and come with you. Uh, no, hold it. No, you want to buy it cheaper. You want to buy it cheaper. Right, you want to buy it cheaper. Down. So then you make. So the time you get it back, I can make. I make profit off of it, giving it back to you. Mm -hmm. Right, yeah. yeah. If that no. makes any sense. No, you want to sell it for more. Right. right. Say that it becomes like a, a the hottest toy in the world. After that, like everybody wants it. After that, then I make my money back, and I give you back your product. That doesn't make sense. no. If it goes up in price, if it goes up in value, then you have to pay more for it than you originally got for exactly. it. Right. Right. So you're making. You're yes. owing money, and then That's you have right. to pay the people back on top of that that you right. borrowed their stocks. Originally, right. we'll no, be no. we're going to open a school for economics soon. Uh, <laughs> it's actually a very easy concept, but it's it's complicated for some weird reason. It's just it's it's just screwed up. That's why it's so hard to understand. Right. Kind of this is why we went into production and not finance. Right. Um, so, anyways, what idea. happened is all these guys on Reddit use mm -hmm. the Robinhood stock buying app and bypass these. Um, right to drive it up. Yeah. Before yeah. the right. before the hedge funds could buy back. And, and basically, like, some of these guys were like five billion dollars in debt after that. Right. Nice, because they, yeah. they didn't they Hedge didn't think were, were, yeah because yeah. they didn't they didn't think it was going to happen that they they, they they've been they've doing, doing they've been doing this for so long that I feel like they think that they could just take their time with it, but then yep. they didn't realize that people who were day traders like you and I who have access to our phones to just be like. Buy shares. I mean, if you watch the big it. short, it basically gives you. It's on a huge scale with a like real estate market, and you see this in yeah. actual. You know how it's very eye opening. Um, yeah, like a lot but, of people get rich. And rich but the money. most the most disturbing thing about this whole thing is that those those hedge funds that did go out of business, Melvin, I think it was, and another one, they're crying and screaming now that it wasn't fair. It's not fair only when it's not in your favor. That's like saying <laughs> I, I bought a million um, lottery tickets and I didn't well, win. That's not yeah. fair. <laughs> it gets like the whole system is now like they're they're spinning up a narrative that it's a bunch of like alt right people that did this. 
No. Warren wants the SEC to put regulations down and go after these no. guys. And it's no. like, no, 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 no. So much for the free market, right? So here's a great story because here's what a lot of these guys did with the money. The, yeah, our this was awesome. really bad. I can mute. Let me see. Got an speaker somewhere or something. Oh, it was Jude. Is it me? I think so. In a way, when you. Oh, put it, when you that's great. I muted. All right. Oh. Now does. No, I still hear. Oh, I don't hear anything. Maybe it is Jude. Hmm. Hey, hello, echo, echo. No, it's gone. Yeah, it is Jude. Check your audio platform. Although I still hear myself echoing back. That's kind of annoying. Um, one, two, one, two. I, I, I'm back, but yeah, you're echoing bad, dude. I don't hear it. I did. Um, audiences, are we echoing? Audience, just let me know. Somebody you guys are echoing with me muted. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. But yeah, if you're in the chat, let us know if we're echoing because we seem to think we are. We seem to think we are. It's distracting. Um, well, why doesn't everybody just mute right now except for you, Keith? We'll play that game one at a time. All right. All right. So, nope, no echo. So I'm okay. I'm back. I'm back. One, two. Stacey? I'm back. Yep. Did it just disappear? Mm. Everyone but Keith's son. Yes, stop talking, Jude. <laughs> it might be you, Pete. It's you. It's me. You were the last one to come back, and it came back. Last man standing? But I, I, I'm not doing anything different than I haven't done like a thousand times before. Check your mic settings and like reset them or something. Aaron, what part of... Oh. All right. Yeah, I still hear a little faint one, but... Um, about now? Right. It's better. I mean, I can hear it a little bit, but um, it, if nobody's uh, chatting with us and saying it's... Apparently it's gone. <laughs> okay, Aaron said it's gone, so... Um, so uh huh? So, so, thank uh, you, so these guys uh, who did this donated a bunch of Nintendo Switches to uh, Minnesota Children's Hospital. Very cool. That's very cool. Nice. Um, yeah. Oh. It's nice to see people do something nice. Edson hears an echo. He does. I, can you guys still. hear me still? Can you hear me? Yeah, you're fine. Okay. What I think Game Shop should... GameStop should do is they should actually take time to invest this money into something else. I, I haven't heard anything from the owners of GameStop. Has it's have probably they ever, a board? It's probably a board of right, people. but no one from the, no one's from the company has said anything, which is so weird. You would think, wow, this is all happening. They would be like, okay, this is what we're going to do because this is a good time to get into something else because their time as a business is definitely ticking. They're they're. Well, I think it, like in, on a grander uh, level, it's um, like my son's not just turned 19. Um, he's he actually <laughs> watched the Mike Tyson fight and uh, how it was sponsored by Weed Maps and Mike Tyson's big a big uh, owner a owner of Weed Maps or contributor or something. So he started buying his own stocks in the company that owns Weed Maps. So this news of this all happening 
definitely had him and his friends talking. So it's like getting younger people, I think, in, interested in what's going on. And, you know, nothing's wrong. You know, that's a good thing when young people get involved with these complicated mm -hmm. things. I think it's kind of shine, you know, shine a light, shown a light on. I think um, the issue the is, I think the issue is, is that most people who are involved in the stock market didn't realize because they've been doing this for so long that now having access to these apps, they allow you to day trade so easily mm -hmm. that. Well, and there's YouTube channels. I, there was one, right. something like, like tiger, like a cat right. or something like that. That's well, they did, but then they, they, forced them not to allow you to buy certain right. stocks later on like right. you couldn't buy it yeah they ended it yeah that was right. which is bullcrap which was but it also had an interesting side effect where you had ted cruz and alexandria alexandra casio cortez both saying that was bullshit so i mean you got interesting to yeah except that did you see her response back to him when he agreed with her no some, but I'm just saying, Angela, not just her, and no, other people too, yeah. not just her. I'm just saying, like, it just got both ends of the spectrum. It, it, oh, I yeah. agree with you. United in this idea that that was screwed up and, you know, that, that, you know, Robin Hood closed the. This was know. the digital version of Occupy Wall Street. Yep. And, Except and it, it was a lot more effective than sitting outside and right. then turning mm -hmm. to Absolutely. Movie. Yeah. So, well, I don't know what the effect of Robin Hood, like how it all transpired, but. Were they involved in some hedge? I know there was a hedge fund company that was looking to bail out Marvin Hedge Fund. Is it the name of the business? Marvin Hedge Funds or something like that? And I think Robinhood got involved in that. They must have got some kind of payout. Well, the thing is, Robinhood's a free app. Right. It's a free. So, again, like I listened to this, uh, a, a, a person that knows what they're talking about on um, and, and a show on NPR this today called um, on, on Point, and they talked all about this. And she explained it in a way that was easy to understand. Okay, and I'm, I'm going to solo you. You explain it to us. It's easy. I mean, I don't know enough about it. Like, I, I don't remember exactly what she said, but she was talking about how, um, go listen to it on point, on demand, NPR. It was from today's show. Um, but like, it, it's a free service, just like Facebook is a free service. But we, we pay for Facebook by being ourselves. We're the commodity on Facebook. So, you know, I, I know there's way more to it where like Robin Hood um, sells that I, I don't know to like they, bigger they companies. Act as a broker. They, they, they pretty much yeah exactly Edson has so, a comment that might explain some things makes their money from hedge funds like they do something with them but they yeah. also they also make money off of ad revenue they right. I know so they run ads right too. but they also do something with your stocks like your purchases it's not just it's them into the stock market there's like a middle well they're basically Instead of having hiring a person to broker your stocks, this is what they're they're doing. They're it's funneling them through other companies, right? So it's you know, <sighs> nothing's it's a, free. So it's a the thing is, is though, the thing is, is by them doing that, I was curious to know if the hedge funds companies were getting on their side to say, don't let them day trade because we want them to sell all their stock. So we can get back because I felt like once people couldn't buy their stock, they had nothing to do except for selling it, which is basically what the hedge funds wanted people yeah, to do. But not anyway. not when it's a four hundred and something dollars a share. You don't want to be right. Buying. Right. No, I you, get that. You tried to short it. What well, it was down? Where where was it? Forty bucks, twenty bucks? I don't know. They they it basically really well. Yeah. They forecasted GameStop to go out of business. Right. Mm -hmm. They were driving the stock into the ground with mm -hmm. their forecast of it's not going to survive. Right. And then this happened and the stocks went. 
you know, I don't know what it's sitting at today, but man. Well, it's it's basically worth their stock is worth more than the company's worth. Pretty much. Right. Well, and they 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 were talking about you know I, I think they've they've discussed it as a group and they want to hold keep holding on to it to keep that you know not, they're not trying to sell it right now. No. Uh, here, here's the here's the the Dude, best you're going a lot, like a lot. Uh. Go into your audio settings, Jim. I did. Did that sound okay? Hmm. I would check them on the computer. There should be a so box. This is you're looping. you're looping through somewhere. Okay, hold on. Baxter, you got to go, go, man. Uh, hold on. Let me see. Let me change this. To... Baxter's echoing. That sound okay? Sounds different. Yeah, it sounded different. What'd you do? Echo, right. echo. We changed it. Oh. Hey, StreamYard, you got to fix your mix minus problem on this app. Like, seriously. Does that sound better? A little bit. A little bit. So, We'll just keep plugging along. I mean, this is—it hasn't been this bad in a long time. Uh, here's the Twitter of the best explanation of the whole GameSpot. This is the buy the you're buying the dress at Target or Walmart. You should have just shared your screen. No, I mean, yeah, I mean, hang on, no, I gotta hang on. I'll make a new tab here. Right, exactly. Um. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. it's always follow the money, man. It's always follow the money. Yeah. yeah. So if you read this, it it gives a perfect perfect explanation of right. what the um. So let's say you bought a dress at Target for thirty dollars. I say to you, hey, can I borrow that dress for a few weeks? I'll give you five dollars, and I'll also give you the dress back. You say yes, so I go straight to Target, return the dress, I get $30. I wait a few weeks, the dress goes on clearance for 15 I buy it and give it to you. I just made $10. Mm -hmm. uh, let's say someone wears the dress to like the Academy Awards or whatever, now quickly sells out of Target. The only way to get it is for $120 on eBay. I now have to buy it for $120 because I promised to give it back to you, and I've lost a ton of money. This is what just happened to hedge fund people, and that's the story of hedge funds told in a dress. Uh -huh. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's a good encapsulation of it. Yeah, it is, I, yeah, I found that online, and that was extremely helpful. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, I was watching Trading Places last night, and that's exactly what happens to those two guys. So, oh, really? Yeah, the pork belly market. What is that sound? I got to put my cat upstairs. Hold on, guys. Was that scrapey sound? Is that your cat making that scrapey no. sound? Oh, I don't know what that is. It sounded industrial. I'll be right back. Tell your poltergeist to chill. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely him. He left, and now the echo's gone. It's all maybe, it's his maybe it's just his headphone, his, his like this microphone. A, I bet it's his computer settings. It's looping back through somewhere. Mm. So while he's gone, um, <laughs> while he's Talk gone, what else we got? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Foo Fighters new album, Medicine at Midnight, coming out this week. I'll mm -hmm. probably do a review on it. I'm a big Foo fan. Um, mm. Yeah, apparently they recorded it in a haunted house. Ooh. Oh, nice. Like, Excuse me. It was recorded in a haunted, fucked up house. Um, <laughs> Dave Grohl, nice. man. So, in typical Dave fashion, Foo's opted to veer away from a traditional studio and instead found themselves recording in a fucked up old house in the front men's neighborhood. In March, he told Mojo that the California residence was haunted. I hear myself echoing still. Hmm. I knew the vibe 
definitely off, but the sound was fucking on. He said, we started working there and it wasn't long before things started happening. We'd come back to the studio the next day and all the guitars would be detuned or the setting yeah. board, all of them had gone back to zero. Foo's main man added that the band noticed weird open mic noises or missing tracks on Pro Tools and even set up a baby monitor to see if they could physically spot what was going on. Worryingly, they were immediately greeted with the things that they couldn't explain. Nice. Then we found out the history of the house. I had to sign a fucking non-disclosure agreement <laughs> with the landlord because he's trying to sell the place, Dave continued. So I can't give away what happened there in the past, but these multiple occurrences over a short period of time made us finish the album as quickly as we could. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Which perhaps explains the short album track list. There's only nine songs. So it's coming out on the 5th, so that's, what, three days from now. Um, oh, I got to listen to an album a bunch of times before I would be, would be able to review it. Because, you know, and it takes me it takes a minute sometimes to, like, oh, I agree. Yeah. saturate in, you know. All right, here's what we're gonna do because I'm still hearing the echo. I'm gonna I'm gonna leave the stream and come back in. Okay. 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 He's in charge now. We still have echo. It's like when the teacher leaves the room, you know. Okay. It's like, yeah. He's gone. Uh -huh. It was it was still there, Jude, and it was. I think it's you. I think it's your your computer settings, not uh, the stream yard. Your actual computer settings. You're getting some kind of a loop through. Can you hear me? Because when you just shut it off to go get rid of your cat, no echo. Is it still echoing? Nope. No. Nope. No. Nope. I don't hear any echo anymore. Oh, I don't know. I didn't do anything. I just literally went to StreamYard and just selected the same stuff. Weird. So um, they should have called the album like the fucked up haunted house or something. <laughs> <laughs> but there's I a lot of actually there's a lot of musicians that have done albums in haunted houses. Yeah. Nine Inch Nails did it in the Manson house. That's right. They recorded the Dower uh, Spiral. Hey, Mr. Londell. How are you, man? Thanks for jumping in. This is a new friend I made in the chat room the other night. Oh, very nice. cool. Welcome to Orville Nation live stream. Welcome to the crew. <laughs> There's a ghost on them in their tracks. I wonder if we're going to hear stuff. That might be kind of cool. Ooh. A little like Easter eggy stuff. <laughs> Um, this is out. We actually have two bizarro stories this week. Did you see this? No, this is that sounds weird. creepy though. Uh, less than twice. What? <laughs> oh my what gosh, is, is that? On? Do you want to watch these? These are disturbing. Um, sure, because sure. you just said it's disturbing. We got to watch it. Okay, I'm just gonna throw this out there. Don't say I didn't warn you. This poor woman. Is severe. She, she have mental problems, maybe. Uh, clearly, and, and yeah. she's well, like, what's what's the, what's the backstory? Let's go through the backstory first. What is it? Well, the backstory is that um, her ex-husband. I guess she went over to her ex-husband's house in November, and she's drunk, and so he called the police over to get rid of her. So basically, made a domestic abuse call. Um, her ex-husband. Oh did man! It. Oh my gosh! She's yelling at her kid. Uh, she looks like she's yelling being, at her 17-year-old like son. Yeah, this, but she looks like she's really, being put in handcuffs. Yeah, I, and she's I, the voice of Pocahontas? Is that what it says? She's, yes, she's the voice of Pocahontas. Uh, oh, looks yeah. like, and somehow, in, in typical Hollywood fashion, do you know who I am? She thinks that's some kind of... How would song. anyone know who she is? Oh, man. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah exactly. Do you know who I am? Listen to my voice. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's really scary. She's 53 years old. And like, I was going to try to put 
some of this into the opening video like if it was goofy and it's not it's like sad should all right we turn, we'll should we turn on our should we turn on our headsets we'll watch it if you're ready you want to watch these uh, there's two of don't go for it we love right. seeing people go seconds. crazy uh, but first we have to wait through an hour. when you want the biggest stories oh christ's sake <laughs> yikes uh, tmz baby uh, 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 it's not a skip one you can't even skip this you have to wait does, and you does can anybody skip it watch in a tmz i mean i don't no who cares i don't here we go <laughs> me neither oh. I forgot when I do that. It, Hi, you know. white man. What's going on tonight? All the white men in the house. How's it going? Hi, white men. I will just tell you, you're both white men. Oh, she's wasted. It gets worse. So, like this gets really bad. By the way, one of the police is female. Ah, okay. Drunk and observant. You have to go. Yeah. Isn't that when you're at your best? This when I'm ready, okay? Oh, when you're ready. When I'm ready, yes. Oh, hello. Excuse me. When you're ready. How old are you? Relax. I man. am 53 years old. Good. Act More like it. More than halfway to 100. Hey. You can do math. Yeah. Relax. Just take a deep breath. You know what so? Yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, we're good. Got it? Uh, yeah, I think I'm good. Yeah. Start screaming again now outside. Listen, we're going to get you up. Okay? You're not going to get Man, stop. Okay. No! 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 You did this! You did this! No! You did this! You! You! No, 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 no! No, no, no! Yikes! No, no, no! 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 Open the door, Frank. Looks like she's possessed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's exactly. She's going to start talking to Captain you. Howdy anytime now. I told you this was no. disturbing. Like, I, well, I wanted to do Now she can get a voiceover in a good horror movie. Never. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> I, I hate to say this. She's saying you did this to her kid? Her ex husband. Cool. Thank oh. you. Let's be civil. Okay. I, I, I'm done. All right, so this is, she's police were yelling at her 17 year old son. I, I didn't mean to laugh through this, but I think there's this reminds me of somebody most of us on the show know. <laughs> mm. 
I didn't Ooh. hear. <laughs> Never mind. No, I don't. Don't say a name. No. Uh, so then, a couple of weeks later, um, this time she's at a hotel. This one's a little shorter and not as not as bad, but so still. she needs help. Yeah. Yeah. This yeah. Hey, no one this time. I'm the voice of Pocahontas. I believe you. Oh boy, here we go. <laughs> exactly. What do you, you want? A cookie? Do not to... Sorry, it's something I do. Yes, you probably should, because I'm way smarter than you are. Okay. Well, then figure out a way to not be here. I know. Where are you going to go? I first. God. Don't touch me. Crazy. Where are you gonna go? So here's the problem. Now you're gonna go to jail. I'm staying away from you. No, you're gonna go to jail. Is where you're gonna I go. I know. It's what I'm doing is staying away from you. Come over here just so we can actually talk. I don't want you to have to go to jail. Well, what are like what do you expect? I want you to I mean, sit down. No, I've been I've been doing this. Sit down. I am fifty-three years old. Then you're old enough to know that. Sit know. down. I am 53 years old, and I'm 53 years old enough to know that it's like Oof. what I know in law is I'm this supposed is to be about this amount from you. I don't know what that is. Ah! Wow. <laughs> okay, I think I've had enough. Mm. I warned you. Um, yeah. is, is Disney going to put a hit on her now? I mean, what's going they, on? No, they, 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 yeah, I think she's going to get fired. Um, yeah. The thing is, like, you know, if she didn't say that, no one probably would have known who she was, and then she wouldn't, they wouldn't have put the video out. You know what I mean? <laughs> she's like, otherwise, no one would have been like, oh, Irene Bedard. Oh, isn't she the voice of Pocahontas? Like, that's. I think she clearly has money problems and she's um, got some serious problems. Probably yeah, career, definitely. career problems. I mean, what else does she do besides voiceover, you know? Well, yeah, that's probably part of it, right? Like, yeah. Well, that's uh, sad. That's just yeah, sad. That's, that's said, Ned Wood, this town, this business, it chews you up and spits you out. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. that is Hollywood. Yeah. So I, it's. I wanted to get something funny out of that, and after watching those videos, like, oh my god! There's nothing yeah, funny she about definitely that. needs needs help. I mean, and I'm not saying that in some sort of ironic ha ha no, kind no. of way. No, she definitely she needs needs, needs some kind of help. That the help she needs. Lethal injection. Lithium. No, it's a lethal injection. Totally read that wrong. I apologize. Totally wow. read that wrong. <laughs> she didn't shoot those cops. She just resisted arrest. I'm speaking yeah. in the behalf of Disney. <laughs> so yeah, I just you know another bizarro story. And, uh, it was on Pirates and Princesses, and I I saw the headline that you know all Pocahontas arrested, and then I thought it would be amusing, but it was not. Um. Graphic novel sales jump 30% in 2020. However, however. Of course the they cat, did. Of course the, they did. Well, no. Not those kind. Oh, not this, is a, this is a great kind. Definitely should pick this up. It's great. Oh, like I, a dirty one? Like a dirty, like, adult graphic novel? No. 16.2 oh. <laughs> adult girl. Why can't I? Why can't I click on this? You're uh, echoing now. 16 point, I know. <laughs> this is terrible. 
16.2 million adult graphic novels were sold in print in 2020, according to a report from publishing tracking service, the NPD Group. With those sales, led by Hero Academia, the adult graphic novels portion in the North American book industry jumped 29%. Here's the catch. 80% are manga. Oh. But the way they write this, because the superhero mm. comic book industry is fucked, they are uh, trying to just kind of, you know, it's they're, they're writing the coattails of manga. Mm. So, you know, look at this bookstore, it's all manga. And so then I went and found this. It's the top 20. Um, where's the headline? Ah! Top 20 adult graphic novels, and 17 of them are manga. Mm. Yikes. Seven, um, yeah, but does that, does that account for all the – does that account for sales in the U.S., or does that account for sales globally? Here. Okay, well, that – Oh, yeah. No, there's some manga books that are selling like 8 million copies. It's crazy. Mm. And, and, you know, most superhero comics struggle to sell 20,000. Yeah. Uh, we it, talked about it last week with Edwin and, and, you know, Edwin, we were talking about, you know, back in the nineties, you had Jim Lee and Todd McFarlane selling, you know, five, six, seven, 10 million copies of their books. Yeah. Now, um, the only one who cracks triple digits, I think is Batman. Maybe, maybe amazing. Spider. It's true. The only time I pick up a graphic novel now is a Batman one. I don't think I've bought anything in the last five years that wasn't Batman in this format, you know? Right. Right. Uh, yeah. So, but you know, what's really funny with Batman is Batman's rereadable. Like I can go back and reread it and still enjoy it. I can't get that out of any other comic book or any other character. Like, a, right. I mean, I, that's how I feel. That's why I always buy Batman. It's funny though, the, the comic book store that I go to, there's a wall of manga and right across from it is the wall of superheroes graphic novels. And for every one person in the comic book section, there's 20 people in the manga mm. section. People mm. love manga. They yeah. really do. Yeah. And I've never gotten really into it except for Yusaji Ojimbo, but um, you know, people just are ravenous about it. And well, I guess I it's mean, a good thing. What are the themes with those types of comics. I mean, I don't understand. I, I've tried to pick those up, but I never get the, the... I never feel like I relate to the stories or anything. They seem a little bit more childish than sort no, of realistic. There's a, there's a lot of adult manga. There are very violent um, sexual manga. Um, it depends. Um, I don't know. People dig them. I don't, I don't know the answer. I've never got into any of that stuff. Um, yeah, I no, Dragon I Balls. Yeah, Dragon yeah, Ball Z. Yeah, I mean, I hear Dragon stories Z, with yeah. Dragon Ball Z. Um, in growing up, I mean, I remember I was watching Voltron, which at the time I didn't even think was a was anything was a no, manga. Anime. No, ma manga is anime. comic books. Anime yeah. is anime. Oh, it's so okay. I thought they were all sort yeah. of no. anime will come from manga, and manga will come from anime. But basically, it's you know that's the, the that's like calling a TV show a comic book. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, so comic book is manga, anime is anime, mm -hmm. animation, animation, and and they cross over, <laughs> right? Because they have the Dragon Ball Z show, and they yeah. have the, the comic, yeah, the, the, uh, like Attack the, on Titan is a it started off as a comic, and then it moved over to an anime, and they did a live action movie of it. 
Yeah, and you know what's really funny is a lot of times that I've gone to Comic Cons, I've always seen cosplayers playing certain characters. I'm like, who are you? I'm in Sailor Moon. I'm like, I have no clue what that is. <laughs> or I'm in this, mm. you know, and I'm like, uh, you know, and it seems like it's a, that, that style is very popular with cosplayers. Yeah, Mr. Londell, you're absolutely right about this. And I've actually seen some stories. I should do more research on this, actually, uh, and try to find some where um, there's, they're trying to ban manga around here now. They're trying what? to stop. Yeah. Really? So what, because it's what? crushing the American comic book industry. They don't I know, but ban it, it but like at, for that cause, just because it's right. selling something. But the shops are still making money, so they don't care. Mm. No, toxic content yeah. and all that other stuff. Right, anime comes from manga. Yeah. Well, during COVID, if you're making money and selling that stuff, then screw it. That's well, I think also too, yeah. like manga, I know for like young younger people, it's almost like a lifestyle. Like I know my cousin's daughter, mm. she's in like seventh grade. She's obsessed with it. Like she dresses right, like, like that. Like you the know, cosplayers, right. It is. Right. And it's like a daily thing. And it's like a, you know, I'm sure, you know, maybe if it starts out as that when you're younger, it kind of morphs into something else. But. For a while, I was seeing more cosplaying of that than I, I, I did uh, uh, comic book characters, Amer you know. From yeah, right. I, you were so offended by it too, Jude. I, I, I didn't know what it was. No, Especially no, the big, the big freaking swords. Every weapon seems so ginormous. Oh, yeah. They would like no, I carry thought you were the scantily clad women. Oh, yeah. oh, well that too. I mean, you know, <laughs> you get little whatever. Anyway, but the weapons if always seem so ginormous. But if manga keeps uh, local retail shops from going under, then I'm, you know, I want to support yeah. manga then because mm -hmm. if, if, if most of my comic book retailers, uh, neighborhood retailers are making money off of it, hey, more power mm -hmm. to them. Right. And that's perfect until maybe there will be a resurgence in Marvel and DC. Um, they've got to get, they've got to clean up in some of these writers uh, and they've just got to clean house. I, I think it will come back. I think yeah. once Marvel starts picking up steam again with the mcu i think i don't i i disagree because they're owned by two giant companies who don't give a crap at&t doesn't give a crap about dc and disney doesn't give a crap about marvel comics yeah they'll but make still... more money they'll make more money licensing those to a smaller publisher right but it's still timeless. Oh, absolutely it's still timeless the, i mean they'll still sell i think i mean these characters no, the ip is worth money. play especially yeah. in, in yeah. you know feature films and streaming shows and but i think the comic books themselves the publishing Neither of those giant corporations give a flying crap. Yeah, because the comics, even at their 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 peak, the amount the comics were bringing in is just a drop in the bucket to what Disney sees saw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, the Batman comic sells a hundred thousand copies. A Batman feature brings in a billion dollars. Mm. Yeah. So I think, I think you're seriously going to see them licensing their IPs away to smaller publishing houses, maybe like Boom or IDW. Yeah, whoever survives. Yeah, IDW is like this, this close yeah. to going. Dark Horse well, is in big trouble. I, you know, who knows who's going to survive. Well, won't that sort of, sort of make the, um, I don't know, like, I, I feel like they did that with Star Wars. Remember when Lucas was sort of just giving the rights away to anybody to write a book? And then it sort of ruins the canon of the whole thing mm -hmm. because there's way too much going on and tying in. And sometimes there's loose ends and people are just going to make their own stuff up. Well, to be are, honest, are, are you, you saying that having canon. it all under one roof is actually better for the canon? <laughs> I, I don't think they could ruin canon any more than Marvel and DC are doing on their own. Yeah. Case in point. 
I love those. Like, <laughs> love those segues. <laughs> yeah, um, Bat Whammon has the lowest viewers ever. Um, this was after the second episode, and they're still blaming uh, the NFL. <laughs> How is this the NFL's problem? There were no games this weekend. <laughs> Cause, well, because now this is before the the champ. The, before this is the, uh, uh, the week before. first week was the divisional playoff week, and the second week of Bat Whammon was the uh, the championship weekend. Mm-hmm. So the third episode, and I have those ratings coming up in a second, was the week with no football. So we'll see if they're right. Now I just I just let's just take a step back here, okay? This is CW Bat Whammon. How much crossover with the NFL is that audience going to have? Right, honestly. Right. Maybe ten percent of it. Maybe you might get. Well, maybe they're saying there, there's only one TV in a house, like back in 1980, or, or and that. the dad is watching the TV, so the other people in the house can't watch it. Unlikely. You got to get one on wheels. Okay, just roll it around. <laughs> I think most now we can watch television while we eat. Hey, we can watch Jackie Gleason while we eat. So. So I went in and got the ratings, and here they are. So week one, and again, they're flopping big time in their 18 to 49 demo. This is the demo they're looking for. So week mm-hmm. one, they had 659,000 viewers. And wow. their 18 to 49 negative. demo was 0.1. They dropped 68% from the previous episode, which wow. was the end of season one. Uh, wow. The second episode actually gained some audience, went up. Uh, in the demo, anyway, the overall viewers went down again five more percent or almost six to 621,000. And that's the, what the article was referring to. This was the lowest rated show ever um, for W Super Show. And then they had no NFL and they actually went up 14%. Well, next week they're going to be really screwed. So this is their this week they're going to be really screwed. That's according to their logic. That's the number of football fans that went to, to skip the first two episodes. <laughs> Don't they? Wouldn't it be on streaming? It is on the CW app the next day for free. Yes. Uh, so those play into the. Maybe yes. people are watching a replay of the football game. Pete, you ever think of that? <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't. No. <laughs> are are you uh, are you doing a, a Super Bowl stream with Edson? A pregame? I don't. Uh, oh yeah, we have to do our yeah. Nice. I was actually I had to work through the whole weekend last weekend, so we didn't have time to do it. No Thank one's God doing. No off. one's doing anything this Sunday. Anybody? No. Yeah. No. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna be tired of the Chiefs by the end of Sunday night already, and uh, I'm already tired of Tom Brady. Oh, I'm tired of Tom Brady. Yes, we have seen the heel versus babyface bit. And uh, he he's 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 very very good about that. We have a, yeah, there we are. <laughs> yeah, he heel versus as is is got such a good a good beat on this show, man. It's I give it's as hilarious. Watching. I watched the first episode. I did a review of the first episode, and it's funny. I I was so caught up in all. You're right, Mister Landell. There's so many things wrong with it, and that I was. I was I had my notes and everything and I finished the review and, and realized I forgot she got shot with the kryptonite bullet. I was so caught up in all the other crap. There's just so much garbage. It's just one bad scene after another. It's just ridiculous. And the acting. Talk about saved by the bell. 
<laughs> yeah. Are you gonna Are you gonna finish it? Are you done? Um, done. Done. Wow. Done. That bad, huh? Done. When your time is, you know, fleeting. No, um, that's true. Yeah, you gotta be discerning sometimes. Yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna waste an hour. I on mean, that. I got through lower decks, but uh, if it's that bad, it's gotta be pretty bad then. It's bad. It's really bad. It's it's borderline unwatchable, and I I, I give Az so much credit for. I, he sits through Star Trek Discovery, and he sits through. The, I can't. I just can't. One episode, sure. The whole season, oh man, it's rough. But that's why we covered the last week the Superman and Lois. They're quickly mm. rolling that thing out there, and like, how quick? Let's <laughs> see if we can make a. It's the CW though. They're just going to keep making the same mistakes. All, like I, you know, I started my review with the fact that all their shows have. They're all the same. You know, they have the the nerdy computer kids that sit mm. in the right, right. That's you like know, got a head. Them, that's like talking to him through some headset. Yeah, t- right, and telling him, you know, take a left here and go over here. <laughs> I can do this computer for you, and it's just ridiculous. And but you did like talk. Flash. I remember when Flash dropped. You really well, liked it. Yeah, you, we talked about it a little bit last week. It, the first couple seasons, Greg Berlanti had a guy named um, Andrew Kreisberg. Is it Andrew or Alec Kreisberg was his last name? Co show running, and then Kreisberg got me too'd right out of there, and that was right mm-hmm. around. Flash season three-ish, Arrow season three-ish, and that's when it took the huge left turn, like huge left turn. Um, I did a little research, and as of Batwoman episode one, there are 66 Alphabet community characters in their shows. 66. That's a lot. That's that's a lot. (laughs) That's a lot for a handful of shows. So... um, Noah Baumbach signs exclusive deal with Netflix. Anybody seen any of his films? See, this is what Netflix is for guys like this. I was just going right. to say, who's who's this guy? Yeah, who is he? That what are he's a uh, Marriage Story. Um, oh, I watched that. Yeah, he's done uh, Kicking and Screaming. Ma- marriage Story was the whale. one with uh, Scarlett Johansson and Adam Driver, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. that was actually pretty ah, good. okay. That wasn't that bad. He does. That he does. You know, that was pretty good. Indie. He's an indie filmmaker, okay. and, it, and it was good to see Adam Driver out of his. You know his Kylo character. Yeah, showing that he actually can't act. That he can't act exactly. That's where I was going with that. But you know, I, when I saw this, I'm like, this this is the guy who belongs like making films exclusive for, Net- for Netflix, and not not somebody like Christopher Nolan or mm. or David Fincher who make bigger theatrical. Mm. You know, right. well, we are we are paying a little bit more Netflix this month. If you guys didn't realize, yeah, that, I know. Mine's included in my cable. So they they are trying to push better. <laughs> they are trying to push better stuff, but you're gonna we're gonna be paying for it. That's it. Hey, hey, it's our Hello Wall Street. There. Thanks for all the advice. <laughs> you just t- talking about the hike in price, huh? Uh, yeah, eight, eighteen. I pay, is going I pay eighteen now. I think yep. I, when I first got Netflix, <laughs> I was paying like like eight bucks, and then now mm-hmm. it's it's eight. This was like what? 10 years ago, maybe less. Yeah, but and the content is like, exploding. Right, right. And, yes. I, and I realized when Stranger Things got really popular, mm. the, by the second or third season of Stranger Things, the price was going up and up and up. And up. Oh, they're spending, you know, 800, what did they spend last year? $8 billion on original content or some crazy mm. number like that. But there's this big article online. Pass the savings on to you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but there's a big article online I can try to dig it up where they're actually never making profit because they're always paying licensing fees 
I don't know if you read about this. Yes. They're perpetually in the hole. Right. Because they're yeah. always trying to catch up. <laughs> well, but but there's they're reinvesting so much money into their product. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That's to me that's that's why they've survived and that's why they will be king of the streaming wars when this mm -hmm. all shakes out. And I have no problem. They're, with they're like almost like the original. I mean, I remember getting the DVDs in the mail. Well, it was, it was originally Blockbuster in them, and Blockbuster no. didn't bite the carrot until later on, and then that's how they got screwed. There's a really good documentary about Netflix on Amazon Prime, of all things. Hmm. <laughs> and it wow. talks about how Blockbuster was, you know, a year late and a dollar short on every decision they made. Right. They and I remember, did. yeah. How is Redbox still a, a thing? I, I know. And I, was I like, see them outside of Walgreens all the time. I'm like, how is this is a thing? Yeah. You might as well just go to the library. The library, you can get DVDs for free. I don't know why. Yeah, you would that's what it. I do. If you're gonna go get a, if you're gonna go get a DVD, then go to the library. Why would you even go to get the red yeah. box? Yeah. The selection is yeah. definitely better at the library. Yeah, and it's free. I mean, I guess if you're into the Blu-ray thing, like you want to see a good movie in a good quality, you would get um, Redbox instead of seeing it streamed on Netflix. But well, that does. Right again, the segues. Segway. You stream it first, and then Boy, you buy I'm, the Blu-ray. I'm anyway, just hitting. I'm hitting know? home runs today, huh? Segway. You, you segway. just these right up for me, Jude. I got to keep this going. Yeah. Oh, freaking these ads! Holy <laughs> crap! <laughs> Is that what you're wearing? <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm wearing. Why can't I see this article? I have to zoom it back out. Yeah, um, it's weird. Uh, you might want to refresh. You get the echo again. See, it's whenever someone comes and goes, we get this. Oh. I, I could do what I did before. Hold on. Let me see if it changes it. Uh, it's getting worse. Like, StreamYard's got a plant on this. Is it? Is it working now? Is, am I echoing or is anybody no. echoing? Yeah, no, it's good. Okay. So, um, I'm sad about this. And, and I had heard some false reports that, like, when the coup first hit, that Blu rays were flying off the shelf. But uh, not so much. Mm. Did anybody watch Netflix. it? Uh, I got halfway through The Witcher. I, I only watched like, the first couple episodes and I stopped. I should probably go give it another try. Yeah, I didn't finish it and I didn't see Love, Sex, and Robots yet. I've never even heard of that. Yeah, I've seen it advertised, but I haven't hmm. watched an episode. The Witcher is okay. I just felt like it, it's, I felt like I was grinding a little bit. You know, I was trying to get through it and I never, you know, was enthusiastic enough to finish, but. Right. So anyway, um, people have been falsely telling me that Blu-ray players were flying off the shelf and uh, Blu-rays were flying out the door because of you know the lockdowns and whatnot, and uh, not so much. Q1 down 21 percent. Well, mine flew up, flew off, off the shelf into my car, and I got it. Q2 down 10 percent. Q3 down 22.85 percent. Yikes. Q4 down 27.8. So for the year, the average is down to a twenty and a half percent drop in sales mm. for media. Oh man, it's only going to get worse. It's lost on this generation of young people that right. have grown up on streaming. They'll learn. Yeah. They'll learn when their stuff gets pulled. No, yeah. it's true. You're absolutely right. I feel yeah, that way about yeah. music. I feel but, that way about music as well. Well, I, I just I just whipped out my um my six CD changer that I bought like in 1993, I think. 
I thought it worked because I bought so I bought new speakers. I was like, oh, I have all these great li- like live Pearl Jam CDs from concerts. Mm-hmm. I'm like, it's all jacked up. I'm like, I went to see if I could buy another one. It cost like three hundred dollars to buy a CD player. And my son's like, why would you want that anyway? It's right on your phone. I'm like, oh my god, no! I just like I want to hear my discs, man. But I, I just played it. You can play it through your Blu-ray player, so now mm. I'm all set. But yeah. I've actually I've actually bought vinyl in the last. Uh, Vinyl's easy to find. Yeah, you can actually get yeah, vinyl at that's, Walmart. That's hip and trendy now. It's trendy. You can buy turntables, no problem. Try to buy a, a CD player. Yeah, component. it's so weird, isn't that weird? Mm-hmm. That it. Yeah. It. It really bothers me because all the you know they're they're editing movies, they're censoring movies, they're pulling movies. They're yeah. If you yeah. bought Harry Potter on on HBO Max or you got it on uh, on Amazon, Tough Beans. Now it's on uh, Peacock. <laughs> oh my gosh! I saw a censored version of uh, Sixteen Candles, one of my you know embarrassingly admitted favorite movies. And oh my gosh, the stuff they took out of it—it's really. Yeah. Like, yep. I mean, I get it. It's not up to social standards t- today, and uh, you know, it doesn't I mean, matter. You can't. That's in altering. Movies, it is. Yeah, it's art. It's you altering know. history, and you can't. You shouldn't do that. But you, the, you shouldn't. The you live should action Aladdin has 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 a problematic warning on the beginning of it, and that was made like two years ago. Well, that's fine if there's a warning. I have no problem with the warning. It's like the warning, and then they cut stuff out that you're just like, oh, I. No, I mean, I, I mean, no movie. Is 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 it isn't problematic. What I'm saying about Aladdin is that it was made during this 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 whole ultra politically correct era, and it's only two years old, and that has to be censored and and, and given a warning. Right, right. Make any sense? No, I do. Like, it, yeah, I do. But at least they're still making stuff that could maybe offend somebody. They just have to tell you about it. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't like the warning. Don't edit them. But but you also like Pete pointed out you have the problem where an, uh, an IP gets sold, uh, you know. So you know like you know, Netflix had all the Marvel stuff and then D- Disney Plus mm-hmm. along and takes it all away. So you know you, you got to pay them. You gotta pay, so, or like Pete said, if you buy it off Amazon, right? And, and Amazon loses the license, it's gone. Right. Yeah, they is that is there a disclaimer on that? Because like I, I you know, I didn't never even thought of that until you said, you know, oh, I'm sure it's in that. you know, that huge terms of uh, <laughs> yeah, no yeah, I'm sure it's in there, probably right. Yeah, where you get yeah. sewn up and be a human sent iPad. Mm. Yeah, exactly. So you know that that's you know, and the, the young kids can say whatever they want, but you know, well, stream, everything streaming is temporary. It's a, mm-hmm. it's a temporary thing. I mean. And just the fact that, like, they signed like these certain term arrangements with, so like Netflix only has certain movies for a sh- certain duration, then they're just gone. Right. You know. Right. But one of the one of the nicest things about buying um, a special edition DVD or Blu-ray is that, especially if you're really into film, is having those special features where you can hear the director talking about how he made the movie, and even the commentary. Every single DVD, I think, and every single Blu-ray mm-hmm. I have. There's always a commentary track. So if you mm-hmm. watch the movie and you love the movie, you can go back and just listen to the commentary. And for me, uh, hearing the stories enhances my experience in, in, in really liking the movie more because you get mm-hmm. to hear it straight from the people who created it. And as an artist, you feel that that's sort of a key element to really enjoying it as a piece of art. Just seeing the movie is great, but seeing how it's made is even better. You know, it's like it's like the man behind the behind the the curtain. You know, unless you, you ever listen to Arnold Schwarzenegger's commentaries. 
<laughs> no, I do have oh, T2. I don't think I've ever. No, he I does. Have... It's a play by play. He's like watching it and going, you know, like Commando. He's going, here I come down the hill. I'm, the <laughs> I'm coming down the hill. Now I put the lock down. Oh my God, that's <laughs> funny. That's yeah. awesome. That, that might be more entertaining. Exactly. Yeah. I that's wonder really if T2 funny. has a called track. Running Man because I'm a running man. And. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and I run and I run and I run. And I run. And now I'm running from that guy there. <laughs> I'm trying to get the here I am disguised as a woman here. He's <laughs> gonna tell you. Yeah, but oh, to your point, Jude, uh, there's a generation right now that couldn't care less about the story behind the story, and I'm hoping the newest one, the newest generation, meaning. Uh, you know, later we'll we'll come to care about it again. But right now, they they don't. Oh, yeah. I mean, make way. Uh, did I do it again? <laughs> did I do it again? Edson did. Oh, sorry. That's okay. I Edson. think this kind of ties directly into what you're saying, Edson. Um, right. There you go. People, if they care enough, this maybe this prediction will come to light. Um, an analyst predicts that they will rebound to box office records in 2023. 2023. 2023. Got a ways yep. to go. Yep. So yeah, and that's about right, though. Seems right. So he, here's the logic behind it, and I thank God you're here, Edson, because you're the only one I think that you have. You hear that too? What is that? So there's a monster in there. Yeah. What is going on? <laughs> what uh, is that? It sounds like the. You ever watch the show The Prisoner? It sounds like a plow. It sounds like a rover. No, it sounds like uh, a oh, yeah, yeah. there's a ghost in the machine. Sounds like the somebody's right. listening to that Foo Fighters album. You are number six, Keith. You were saying something. <laughs> I totally didn't hear it because of the sound. What were you saying? Yeah. Uh, no, I was just saying uh, this guy's math is kind of weird. So maybe Edson can help <laughs> do this math too. <laughs> maybe Robin Hood can. We're not on the show for our math skills. <laughs> so Eric Wald, a veteran analyst with B Riley Securities, acknowledged in a note to clients that exhibitors' efforts to emerge from the abyss of the coof have been hampered by the slower-than-expected vaccine rollout. Yep. Nevertheless, he continues to believe that pent-up demand will drive a steady burst of moviegoers once theaters reopen. And Stacy and I believe that firmly because mm -hmm. not only did we see it on Christmas night at Wonder Whammon, but you just went this weekend and said there were like 30 or 40 no, people. a Thursday night. Good, good. Thursday, oh, Thursday night in January. Like, I would have been surprised in non-COVID times to see 30 people in the movie theater on a Thursday night. I I show, like the last bunch of movies I've been to, there's at least like I, when you say I, theater, you're not talking about the whole facility. You're talking about one the room. The theater I was in, yeah. Well, because it was the first night. It was in, it was the you know debut, I, but still. And I oh. bet domestic violence is down. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. So benchmarking to 2019, when domestic receipts totaled 11. People are going out more. <laughs> 11.4 billion dollars. He projects that the box office will drop 40% in 2021. So 40% from 2019. Mm -hmm. uh, right, right. right. That, yep. That's Okay. So here's where it gets weird. Then another 7% in 20... Why can't I... In 2022. Mm -hmm. Before surging 7% to a new high. How does this math work out? So if it drops 40% from this and then another seven next year, then getting that seven back in 2023, how does that make record profits? 
I don't know because you're only back up to seven. He's not saying record profits. He's saying that, and this comes into play in a lot in the stock market. So he when when record box office, it'll no longer be going down. Right. It, going it will up. be. It will be record for that time. Basically, right. the, the current time. So by 2022, it'll be so low that in 2023, when it goes up seven percent, mm -hmm. then it's a new record mm -hmm. based on that. Not a record based on the 2019 one. Okay. So he's saying they'll start going back up. He's I saying think. that. Okay. So 40 percent from this would be seven billion ish, right? No. Yeah. Six, six and a half. Okay. And then another 7% down from that would bring it down to maybe what, like 6 billion total? Even, what's this say? And then they get this back and go back to like six and a half billion. Yeah. So then 2023, if they hit eight, that's a record. Right. That, right. That's, that, that's a record. We're not local. saying it's a record. They're saying a new high. It, it, it's not a record to overall. It's a based on the, the the previous the trajectory, the way it's been going. Hmm. Yeah, they do this a lot with the with stock market. Yeah, it's though. like it's like percentages. Like sometimes they're just it doesn't make a percentage of what you know. It's a it's not a new all time record. It's just a record based on the previous year. My brain hurts, Mister Gumby. You're right. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Amen. Yep. <clears throat> Nope. You guys got me there for sure. Like, yeah, and they might as well not make any movies with the historical background because any kind of history is going to be offensive, I guess. Right? Exactly. Listen, when you're out of power for two weeks and you don't have a nice DVD collection, you're going to be sad. You have yeah. no power. How are you going to watch anything? <laughs> I've watched it on my laptop and we had power outages. You use your imagination. I don't have a, a, a my <laughs> computer. Yeah, uh, one... Yeah, I, I watched them on my laptop. This was years ago. When we when we had hurricanes that reached us, but so. Yeah, but how do you charge your computer? I forgot how we did it. So this. Oh, I had a generator. I had a ge no. I had a generator. I, I that's right. Oh. I had. I have a generator. So. This was written January twenty sixth. What in the world? Okay. Something <laughs> crashing. What is that sound? <laughs> Suddenly, someone's moving furniture. Or brother, brother, is that inside you? Inside of a tube. Brother, is, yeah. that, is that you? I mean, he's not moving around. <laughs> You're the only one with wild animals. Maybe it's yeah. your yeah. <laughs> All my all my wild animals are cooped up in the bathroom right now, so oh, I have to bring boy. them all in there. They were like bothering me as I was. Oh, okay. So this was written on the 26th before the Robin Hood incident. Right. So mm -hmm. MC stock at 550. <laughs> uh, IMAX up 28 from 26. Marcus Corp twenty five to nineteen, Cinemedia uh, six dollars to four fifty. So they were all going up mm -hmm. incrementally, anyway. Mm -hmm. um, which brings us to this, which is what happened. So, and this was also, I mean, I collected these after our show last week. So this is the twenty eighth, which is Thursday. It's amazing how much changes day to day. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. So um, they're converting. Uh, Silver Lake Group is converting six hundred million dollars worth of the theater's chain debt that it holds into stock at a conversion price of thirteen fifty one share. A surprise all around, considering the exhibitor shares were languishing below two bucks earlier this month. I think the funniest part was um, it was a dollar ninety one when this whole thing mm -hmm. started. Wow! And I, when they cashed this out, yeah, the, they so they cashed it out at thirteen fifty one a share, right? 
if they waited one more day, it went up mm-hmm. to 36. So I was watching uh, Odin's movie reviews and Odin did the math on this and they would have made like, instead of the 600 million or whatever, they would have made like 1.2 billion. Yeah. Another yep. day. But I mean, how could you know? You don't know. Yeah. And, and, and Adam Aaron just wanted to pay off that debt. Mm-hmm. Um, so they bought themselves another year at least. And I think that this will be the year they can, they can, uh, mm. because the, I think the audiences will start to come back. Um, the game seem near me, they're all selling snacks again. So, Oh, okay. Yeah. So I think, uh, that's a big help. I mean, mm-hmm. I went to see Goldfinger and there was no popcorn and you know what happens when there's no popcorn. <laughs> Keith is an unhappy monkey. Yeah. I, I don't even, that's yeah. That's like, that's like a hot dog without a condiment. Yeah. <laughs> Stacey, Stacey's like, what is going on? Be careful is, there, say that. is someone on an airplane or something? They're being invaded. They're Maybe that's somebody's in. stomach. Did everybody eat dinner? If that's your stomach, you need to go to the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Who's doing that haunting thing? Come on. We're being hacked. It's a ghost in the machine. Somebody's listening to Food Fighters. Yikes, man. That's weird. Where's that coming from? That's never happened before. No. Quiet as a ferret here. That's really <laughs> weird. <laughs> oh, it's hissing. I, I almost lost my job. I thought it was you. <laughs> I wish I came up with that idea. That we almost lost our, our mascot. I brought him out in the snow the other day. He almost got away from me. You got to watch those marmots, man. Gee, Robin got jacked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's roiding here. That's all the. It's like we're going back to the 80s. Everybody's going to be super jacked. All that training pays off. Yeah. So they're casting, uh, they're race swapping Tim Drake for the Titans. Season three. Oh, are they? Uh, I, Brother, you've watched season two, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it was good. You said it was really yeah, good. Yeah, I really liked the I re- I like the actor they got to play Jason Todd a lot. I did too. So he, I don't was know cocky. Yeah. he was definitely a cocky a hole. He got him, yeah. Yeah, he last week perfectly. he's gonna be Red Hood in season three, which I'm excited about. So I'm gonna have to yeah. That's cool. Have to start watching that now. I don't know. My brother and I, uh two years ago, maybe three years ago, we killed season one in one day. And we loved every minute of it. So oh, it was great. It was very good. It's a very good show. So Eric July. Um, had a bit to say about this. Yep. And the tokenization of comic book characters, which Edwin talked about when he came on last week. Edwin had right. a really mm-hmm. insightful take on this. Mm. Um, so uh, Eric says, uh, <laughs> I love bounding into comics. It's a great site, but <laughs> there's like two sentences between ads. Mm. So Eric says, I don't think anybody can disagree now that the tokenization is intentional. It's intentional. It's not one of those situations which some of you guys claim maybe they're just the best person for the job. SpongeBob meme. No, that's never the case. There is no shortage of actors and actresses that are the same race of the characters they are playing. True. Then he adds, this is intentional. And for those of you, those of you that have been around either Hollywood or been around film production, you know they get precise with the type of person they're looking for to fill a role, mm-hmm. usually from height on down. We're looking for someone that looks like this. This is intentional. Yep. It's not a thing where we just had this one actor that yep. knocked it off the park that just captured the essence of the character so well, but they happen to be the opposite race. No, it's an intentional thing. 
they go out of their way to do it. Mm. Yep. This is probably something that uh, it's going to ramp that, up because we're dealing Cameron with can talk about. What's that? This is probably something that, that Cameron can talk about. Cameron's <laughs> going to talk a lot about oh, this. Oh, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, it's going to ramp up because we're dealing with everybody hyper-emphasizing the idea of non-white straight characters. July then calls out the Hollywood productions that feature these rape swap characters, not just due to tokenization, but because the shows fail to adapt the characters that they claim are featured in the shows. He explains it's not even about race. It's about characters act absolutely nothing as what you would expect them to act in the event you are a comic book reader. And that's what we were talking about last week. Yeah. With Edwin too. They're yep. unrecognizable. Yep. When live action version comes, the live action version looks nothing like we expect them to look or more precisely, they act nothing like the character. Mm, that's act. even worse, actually. They're not even trying with Tim Drake. They're telling you he's described as a streetwise kid who's managed to grow up on the toughest streets. Typical black bull crap. Every black character, that's their background. Every single one. That description is it, it couldn't be more opposite of what Tim Drake is. Yeah, that's true. That was that's that yeah, you know that's, that's, that describes Jason Todd, right? Jason Todd. Yeah, 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 yeah. That is Jason. Right. That's what Jason. That's Jason Todd's character, not Tim Drake's. Right. Right. Well, he was he was a circus. His parents were circus. Um, <laughs> that's Dick Grayson. No, no, that is Dick. That's Dick Grayson. Right. That's right. That's right. Not to get July them confused. You're right. Not to get them confused. Jason that has Todd. nothing to do with Tim Drake. That's not Tim Drake's backstory. No, nope. that's not his backstory. He was a youngster that admired both Batman and Robin, Dick Grayson's Robin. Right, right, right. He becomes Robin after first being, of course, trained, I think, by Alfred first, then it was by Batman and Dick Grayson. This is not Tim Drake. This is not Tim Drake. If anything, is more akin to Jason Todd. Than right, right. All they try to do is take characters that people are familiar with, and then they completely change them. They change their race. They change how they act. They change their backstory. And we're like, why even utilize the character if that's what you're going to do? What's the point? Which was Doomcock's rant. I love that why, rant. Why do you do that? Yeah, I've got to re-upload that and play it again. Um, because why do you buy this stuff if you're just going to wreck it? Mm. So, of course, we have a right to be frustrated or talk down on it or be against this nonsense because you're taking characters that we've long been familiar with. You bring them into the live-action setting, which should be an exciting one, and they're not even a shell of themselves. You've completely changed his backstory. You've changed his race. Just like the other characters in Titans, especially Starfire. It's yeah. only Starfire in name, only Tim Drake in name. They aren't the characters, July adds. Yeah, if there was a, a one complaint I had about uh, watching the Titans, and I did watch the first, it was that Starfire not only looked different, but she it was I, she was unrecognizable as well. Right. Uh, they did a great job with Nightwing, I could say that. they did. Dick yeah. Grayson was right on the spot. But Starfire, I... I didn't know who the heck that that was. But if you watched the show and never read the comic, would would it would it? Wow. Um, Maybe I don't know. Would, you know, would Segway. you notice anything? Like, I don't know. I don't think you would. No. It's right here. As for how these Hollywood productions are able to get away with completely eviscerating the characters, he explains the reason why it's so easy for normies to accept this, and this is the point I continue to make. The reason why it's easy for them is because they don't read these damn things. They don't right. read these books. Right. They have no idea what's going on there. Right. So this is their first introduction right. to the character. The character can be completely changed mm -hmm. and because zero connection to them. It doesn't matter. They don't read the books. They don't know who these guys are, and they have zero connections. Race change actually excites them. They love that stuff. They get off on this. They get off, and of course, they're going to use it as a signal. I'm a normie, I think. Yes. Because yeah. I don't read the comic books, but but I don't get excited because they change someone. We still story. like you. How do you don't even know. Mm -hmm. Right, you don't. Characters, non-white characters, 
but but here's but it 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 could happen in reverse, Stacey, where you watch the show and go, "Oh, I like this character. I'm gonna go read this character," mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and then, then that's it's true. Go, this isn't uh, the uh, yeah. I've I've actually heard just a quick second. I heard people at work do that, and and they said it's like, "Oh, that they don't do the comic books right. There's nothing like the show." And I'm like, "Uh, dude, that comic <laughs> is like from that's 20 years ago, real. right?" <laughs> yeah. Uh, I remember how upset I was at the original Batman movie when they put Joker, placed Joker as the killer of uh, Bruce Wayne's uh, parents. Yeah, remember there that? you go. Yep. yep. And I remember being, I remember, I remember how upset I was at that because it it just completely <laughs> deviated from the comics. Yeah. Mm. So yeah and worse, they gave him that Jack Napier identity. Like, right. Yeah. Even more. Yeah. Well, and so. the problem, the problem with all of this is, like you said, like how the readership of comics has gone down so low that you know, they're more trying to probably appeal to the normies than people, you know, they're going to, oh, you know, and that's, that's too bad. Yeah. You know? the, the irony of the whole thing is the audience they pander to pay for nothing. Mm. Right. I mean, a lot of these characters, backstories and everything are set in stone anyway. So people that are, are into the characters, they don't want that change. Do you, I mean, sure, no, you, could change, you could change something in the present and future, but don't change anything. That's the point. Here, point back. Yeah. I mean, you can't change any of the Spider-Man's identity, like how he became Spider-Man. That's, That's the who he of the is. character. Yeah, right. That is the answer. He he was this teenager that had problems. He was, you know, obviously he overcame them by becoming a superhero. But same thing with with a lot of these characters was overcoming. That's how their arc. That's how they became the character that they were. But with Spider-Man, they made him Iron Man Junior. Tony Stark yeah, just hands him. Yeah, so, yeah, so that whole scene on the plane where he's going, going like this. I'm like, oh. Yeah, so it, it's it's the character's backstory means absolutely squat. It's awful. If, it, yeah, if they decide in the next Batman movie that he's going to be, I know, you know that that he's well, actually, there there was an attempt to do a Batman Year One where he was homeless, and and Big Al was 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 the name of 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 some uh, mechanic. That basically taught taught a homeless Bruce Wayne everything that he knows. So they they were complete. They were going to change the story completely. Read up on Darren Aronofsky's Dune. Uh, oh, not, not Dune. Uh, Batman Year One. Why don't all they need to do is watch Batwoman on the CW, and all yeah, you need you to know is if you put on a costume, you're now a superhero. You don't need to. Yeah. Be mm. So uh, July concludes this video describing the race swaps and tokenization as lazy and it's purposeful. So. Um, I watch Eric a lot. I think he's brilliant. Um, he's spot on about a lot of his takes and controversial, but I really like him. He's controversy sells, man. Who is oh, he's got a perspective. That's cool, you know. Oh, he's yeah. Eric, he's really Eric July is that you talking about? Eric July, yeah. He's the great. thing is, Eric's Eric's not controversial by he's not purposeful when he's being controversial. He's just yeah. being honest. Yeah. yeah, but he's super libertarian, isn't he? Does he? Love yeah, he's a libertarian, stuff? and he yeah. has called a lot of stuff spot on accurate. His predictions for a lot of things have been spot yeah. on accurate. Um, because he doesn't get caught up in the two party bullshit. He doesn't. Right. Right. He hates the mainstream media. Um, he does his own homework, and and he's fascinating to listen to. Whether you whether you buy into what he says or not, he's fascinating to listen to. Um, I found him last spring, and. Yeah, he's he's a good watch. Um, really brilliant guy. He's only like thirty years old too. Well, he, he's a musician too. I think he used to yes, rap he or something. Yep. Right? Yep. And and he's comic uh, historian. Yeah. He's yeah. I mean, he's and an athlete. He's uh, he's everything. 
So let me put this out here. We have Star Wars, mm. and we have some Star Marvel. Star Wars, DC. nothing. You want to do Star, Star Wars, Wars, or do you want to do Marvel and DC? Hmm. <laughs> well, I mean, we're already talking about Robin. We're talking I'm good about with either Robin. one. I know it's like it's like they cancel each other out. They just way perfect. All right. Well, right. Yeah. We'll go segue last. Into the, segue into the Marvel DC, I guess. All right. I think we'll, we should start with Marvel. We'll go into Marvel and DC. Okay. Yeah, well, we're already talking about Robin, so we're we're kind of in that neck of the woods anyway. Bum, 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 bum. Oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> How do we sell movies? Thor four, he's underway. Mm-hmm. He's uh, set photos. Great. He's got his yeah. muscles back. He doesn't have the gut anymore. Nope. So, um, in- <sighs> okay. <laughs> I like dad bod Thor. Bring him back. No, ridiculous. I like when Thor has short hair. Um, Ragnarok Thor. Chris Pratt, problematic Chris Pratt is in this, apparently. Oh, he's so cute. I love him. So, um, <laughs> there you go. I don't, I, I think they're How do they have such nice hair? How come I don't have nice hair like that? It's a wig, dude. It's, it's a, a wig. That's not a wig. He looks yes, like it is. That's, that looks yeah, like it, it, it is. Yeah, his hair is not really that long. Yeah. No, you don't dude. think so? It's nope. a wig. You think so? It's absolutely. Yeah. Hemsworth was back seen in his character's long blonde wig. Okay, you got me. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the, um, there's a link. I got to buy a wig. That's what you're trying to tell me. Actually, well, a little a... bit more than a wig, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's a lot of hours at the gym. We all do. Not that bad. There was a link to the Twitter. I here. still got some on top. It's not that bad. Uh, let me think. Let me zoom like, out. They look so funny in like the daylight, like in with that yeah, movie light. It looks so hilarious. I thought there was a link in here to the. It's easier to see these on the Twitter. Eh, whatever. We'll just look at them. Star Lord. So, uh, yep, Star Lord's in it. So, I for how long I don't know. I'm guessing that because, um, as we all know, Natalie Portman becomes Thor. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm guessing that this will the scenes with him and Chris Pratt is either going to be a post credit scene that'll segue, you know, because Guardians Three will, mm-hmm. or it's going to be at the very beginning of the movie. Right at the beginning. I think yeah. That's that's what I would think is because that's that's the last time we saw them. They were off to Asgard together again. Yeah. I haven't even seen this. Oh, I love their interactions. Oh yeah. It's awesome. He calls like rocket a rabbit. He's like, Hey rabbit. (laughs) So what is the MCU timeline? Like what's next after WandaVision? That's some nice jeans. Some uh, Shang Chi and uh, Okay, so we got a ways. We got definitely a ways. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I wonder okay. why. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I wanted to see the timeline online. But... <laughs> There's Sean Gunn. He looks so funny and regular. So there's clearly going right. to be some Guardians crossover here. It's just where, the, you know. So yeah, he, had, he, he adopted the, um, the fro thing, the whistle. Oh, yeah, oh right. All that. That's the technology yeah. where he can. Yeah. Yep. There's. Um, yeah, you saw him practicing that, that at the end of her hands, are, yeah. her hands aren't blue. Yeah, Nebula. She forgot her Nebula. hand. Karen. Gil- what's her name? Puts a, puts a glove on. Yeah, Karen like Gillian. Skywalker. Oh, yeah. yeah. There she is. Got a glove on that hand. 
what are these things they're carrying? These like like my, megaphones or something? Yeah, they look like they're fans. Maybe they're, oh, maybe they're fans. Though. Yeah, maybe they're fans. on set. Oh, because they got to wear all that and all that makeup and all they that. They got to wear all that prosthetics and stuff. And stuff. Yeah. yeah. Yep. That's I'm getting off the plane. So yeah. He's so. got his eye. Oh, that's right. No, he, he got he, his eye. He got a new eye. That's right. Pete, you just made a good point. And, you know, as much as I like the Marvel films and stuff, it, they are definitely, they're like fast food. Like, did mm -hmm. you see, you've forgotten already that he got it. He got it, you can, it makes it fun because you can keep rewatching it. Because <laughs> you're like, oh, yeah, that happened. But, but, yeah, but, they're like new movies every time because you exactly. keep forgetting them. <laughs> yeah, but, my point is they're not, they're not like Star Wars or Raiders of the Lost Ark where right, they stay right. with you. They're, these but are they're just fun and they so still, it's, it's like watching fireworks. Right, but they still get trailer trailer reactions. I don't know how many of these movies I watch the trailer reactions. They're all over the internet when the trailer course, drops. These things like, make a billion dollars. Well, I like sit in the movie theater and as it's starting, I feel so excited. Like I feel like I'm going on a ride. I can't. I, I don't know. I, I did the last three or four years. I kind of like it took me a while to get there to see them and actually skipped a few and. They're so formula that like it's like the same shit over and over again. Their yeah. villains are terrible usually. And do you do you guys ever watch trailer reactions? No, no. Oh, they're kind of fun. I watched the trailer reactions to the new Godzilla Kong, and people were getting a kick out of it. <laughs> Although they say that Kong little had a little bit of a uh, a one up in the trailer over Godzilla. That they would I've like read the spoilers. See. Kong don't got shit. Kong, <laughs> you stop it. I just, I, I just watched Kong Skull, Skull Island yesterday again, and I'm like, hey, how could we root against Kong, man? That sucker <laughs> shot on the boat was a little... I was like, oh, come oh, on. Yeah, no, he, he, that. He, he, he's going to get in a few good ones, but I've read the spoilers. And, it's because uh, Godzilla's tell, arms are too tell. small. He can't block it. <laughs> I'm Team Kong all the way, baby. Wait, Wait, you get some money on it? I heard that um, the real villain of the movie is what, that war snake or whatever it is? No. What's that compete? No? Was it a war bat? No. War bat. War no, bat. It's, uh, no, that's, that, that, that's Mecha, not the real Mecha Godzilla? Yes. Yeah, we already talked about this. You don't, you don't think they're going to team up at the end? And not of really? course they are. Okay. Of course they are. No, you but there's, defi the there's definitely a definitive winner. We'll talk about formula. I mean, jeez. Yeah. Brother, brother, did you, did you see the Kong? Kong better not die. I will be upset. Brother, did you see the trailer? No, I haven't. Oh, you oh, didn't see the great. Kong Godzilla oh, trailer? It's a, it's a, you got to watch it. Fun. Yeah, it's a good trailer. Mm -hmm. It looks a little Michael Bayish, but I'm hoping they kind of they don't. Dude, it's it's no, they, they don't. They don't. It's 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 two monsters punching each other for two hours. Right. <laughs> I got to see. I got to see. There was a preview at the um, movie when I went on Wednesday on Thursday. It was fun seeing on the big screen. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. What the heck? I would have been like, that's check, please. I would have just watched the trailer. <laughs> I should have. <laughs> really? I should have just stayed home and watched the movie because it's on HBO Plus. Uh, Max. HBO Max, whatever. HBO. Yes. Yeah. I I'm going to have to get that in about a month so I can yeah. watch it. Yeah, don't watch the little things. No, I'll just watch the Snyder Cut. Uh, Spider-Man 3. Tom Holland teases highlighted career. It's like Tom Holland was like, oh, there's pictures of Thor. <laughs> well, I got to go out on the sidewalk and put a kid on my shoulders. Who is that? I think that's his brother. Is it his I think brother? that's his brother. Yeah. Wow. 
It just says today was easily one of the highlights of my career. For those of you that were there, you know what I'm talking about. And for those of you who weren't, you better buckle up. Interesting. So, that is, is in the movie. That's not like, like some like musician kid that I have no clue. I've never seen that guy before. Anybody in the fun. audience, anybody know who this is? Anybody on Facebook or Twitter or YouTube? We're streaming out to three places. Somebody tell me who this person is. I don't know. He does kind of look like him. It might be his brother. Okay. Um, yeah, there's a resemblance yeah. there. Yeah. So we're going to get this this year, which is interesting. Seems kind of quick, doesn't wow. it? Wow, that's fast. Yeah. 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 It's probably going to suffer from what a lot of the recent Marvel films have: bad CGI. Because mm. I mean, oh yeah, you I think? Who the villain is. Yeah, I wonder who the villain is. I hope it's better than the. Oh, wait, what what villain haven't whatever. they done? What villain haven't they done yet? The last one was terrible. A lot of them. They haven't done. No, they've, no, done, they've the shocker. done Shocker. They've done Shocker. They've done Shocker. They haven't done oh, they did the Shocker. Yeah, you're right. They Brain. haven't done the lizard. lizard They've yet. done the lizard. They did. They did. They did. They did. Yeah. yeah, the first Andrew Garfield. Amazing Spider-Man. Oh, I, and Andrew Garfield. Any, I didn't see any of his. Oh, okay. I think they should do uh, Craven the Hunter. That would be awesome. Yeah, Craven. Yeah, that would be my bet. I wish it, they would. They haven't done Chameleon. Well. They haven't done uh, no. Scorpion is in it, but they haven't done him as a, as, as, as a villain. They need to do Rhino over. That was no Very fair. Cool. That whole mech Rhino thing was stupid. Yep. They should do Rhino yep. over. And they haven't, Rhino they haven't done Carnage. Yeah, uh, Carnage but, is gonna get his. He's gonna be in the Venom sequel. He's gonna be in the Venom sequel. See a sequel oh. with um, what's his face? Um, with Woody Harrelson. Yeah, Woody Harrelson's gonna play him. Yeah, Woody Harrelson looked just like Sideshow Bob in that scene. That's hilarious. <laughs> the, the red hair, like Z Bart. V. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, there's not many Spider-Man villains they have left, right? They did Sandman and Hydra-Man. Yeah, Hydra-Man was in that yeah. last one. Yeah, mm. uh, yeah I, you don't want to go down the deal. You don't want, like, Chameleon. That's just... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, either they... I th I'd like to see him do the Goblin right. Maybe even Hobgoblin would be cool. Well, who, well, the the kid that plays Ned Leeds is like he's jacked now. He is. He, oh yeah, yeah. So he, 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 he lost that? a ton of weight. I don't know. But yeah, he, he he's Lucy. He's, you got some explaining to do. Yep. <laughs> when he shows up all geeked after being all tubby in the first two. Yep. Oh, boy. Hey, as kids get older, you know. No, I know, but like these are supposed to take place in a certain time frame. Like this is supposed to pick up because the last movie ended with J. Jonah Jameson like going, ah, Peter's, he's Peter Parker. So it's gonna it's gotta pick up right there. Mm. There can't be much time when the whole world knows his secret identity. He's gotta put the lid on that right away, right? So you one would think. I hope oh my god, you know what? That kid looks kinda like him. I hope they're not doing the clone thing. Oh, you never know. <laughs> Uh, I've 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 heard rumors that that they're gonna try to that they're actually hinting at one more day. But he's not yeah. married to Mary Jane. He's they should stay away from both those storylines. You know, yeah. Marvel That's, Marvel Comics is already good can come from those. Marvel's doing a clone saga with Miles Morales now. 
because they showed the clones in that and spent that into the Spider Verse. They showed all the clones in the original. Batch. Carl Weathers <laughs> is not happy with this. <laughs> so, um, Killmonger might be coming back. Okay. Oh. Interesting. Yeah. Didn't he get like a? Didn't he get like a, a spear through the gut? He did, but I must remind you, this is a comic book movie with <laughs> characters who never die. Oh, he's going to become a new one. Okay. Brand new rumor claims that Michael B. Jordan might reprise his role as Eric Killmonger and become the new Black Panther in Black Panther Two. Okay, now I remember I said mm-hmm. that they should have maybe cast him as Black Panther to start with because I really liked him. I like him in everything he does. Yeah, he's great. He's great. Um, Except Fan Forster. He's still good. He's Michael B. Jordan. Actually, like the scene, I hated the movie, but I did like the scene where he first like catches on fire and like he's in pain and like it was. It actually had a kind of an emotional like you were like oh my god like, you know most people in these superhero movies they get their powers and they're like oh this is awesome, you know mm. like like burning and on fire and mm. feeling out of it. Um, this rumor comes from Mikey Sutton and comes on the heels of a recent interview Jordan gave discussing the possibility of reprising his role as Killmonger. Uh, he resp- uh, people asked him if he would return. Uh, that's something that's very, very near and dear to my heart for a lot of obsessive, obvious reasons. I had a really tough year losing somebody close to me and what that means to the franchise, it was devastating. But in that world and a character I love playing and working with writer director Ryan Coogler and all that good stuff, it's family. We created a family over there. So to be able to so to be able to be in that world again is something I think will always be on the table in some capacity. See that that sounds to me more like he's saying if they ask me I would go. That doesn't that doesn't sound to me like yes, he's going, he's definitely coming back. Yeah, well, you know how these things are. Uh, uh, rumors, which are fun. You know, we all like to, to speculate. Um, yes, Killmonger. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, I know. But uh, again, a comic book character in a comic book movie never stays dead. Just like soap operas. I can't, yeah. <laughs> I can't remember. Did they show him being buried at sea like he wanted to? Did, did they show that in the movie? I don't remember now. I don't, I don't remember. remember. Watch yeah. it again. Just, again, uh, these yeah. fast food movies, I don't remember. I don't even remember yeah. what happens in that movie. Well, I can segue. Um, no, they didn't show that. Well, there there yeah. is there is a, a so, article mm. there is an article online his, if anybody wants to read it. His oh. character was killed by Chadwick Boseman's T'Challa. In fact, the Black Panther suggests they might be able to heal him. He refuses. Killmonger tells T'Challa, "Why? So you could just lock me up now? Just bury me in the ocean mm. with my ancestors to jump from the ships because they knew death was better than bondage." He then pulls the right. blade T'Challa stabbed him with from his chest and dies. Right. But does he fall over that the um the cliff? Yeah, I don't think he did. I don't think I don't remember. Sources inform me that Killmonger could be revived in Black Panther Two for a redemption arc. He would then become the new Black Panther and gradually train Shuri to take the role in the future. Having Jordan as Black Panther would then fulfill Marvel Studios' desire to set him up with the mutant Storm in a subsequent movie. Right. Yep. I don't know. Mm. He's got that dark spot in him, and like I feel like Hajala is light, and you know. It's... Well, they could put the purple flower in him and make him good. Um, <laughs> is that all it takes? Well, okay. I, I sent I sent the article I read a, like a couple months ago of who they wanted. There's ten actors who could be the next Black Panther. I could do it my screen, Keith, unless you want to pop it up. 
Yeah, I already um, copied it, so I'll pop it up for you. Here we go. Mar Marvel Studios said they weren't going to recast the Black Panther role, though. So, some of yeah. these are good, though. I, I like this list actually. Some of these, some of these in this list are pretty good. Well, they said that they're they're writing in that T'Challa dies. So right. Off screen. It's not like you're just replacing right. him. Well, and then they were saying they were going to make Mbabu the or what's that guy's name? Is it? Yeah, the guy from the Mountain People, like the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who would yeah. be awesome? Because yeah, he's probably right. awesome. But yeah, I think that guy's awesome. That guy's huge. Yeah, he's enormous. Yeah, yeah. He'd be I think if they if they find the right actor, though, I think they could pull it off. Like, look at uh, this guy. Yeah. Who, who have I been saying since I saw Tenet should be the Black Panther? Who? Exactly. <laughs> Doesn't he? He looks like Nobody him. Nobody cares I mean, what I think. I, I, I love He him. can get away with it. I he still can can't believe he's Denzel Washington's son. That just boggles my mind. I know. I was probably 20 minutes into Tenet, and I turned to Doug Allardyce next to me and said, that's the new Black Panther, man. He's he's, he, he's legit, though. He's, he's got perfect. Yeah. He would be a perfect he's cast. He's a pro football it. player, so he's got the physique for it. He's a little yeah. short, other than that. He's good. Eh, so is Tom Cruise, but you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, just put lifts in the shoes. He's got that goodness vibe going. Uh, so is Mark Ruffalo. What's Mark Ruffalo like? Five six. Mm hmm. Um. Uh. Yeah. David. How do you say his? Oh, name? yeah. Lowell. Yeah. Thanks. Oh yellow! Oh yellow! Oh yellow! Okay, yeah, he would work. Mekad Brooks, not work. I don't man. know who he is. He's too Eddie Murphy looking. <laughs> he does look a little like Eddie Murphy. Yeah, mustache doesn't help. He's a, he's a TV actor, right? I don't know if he could carry a. See, one thing you got to think of, you, you've got to be charismatic and you've got to be a, a a big enough movie star to carry something like this by yourself. Like mm. you're the you're the guy, right? Um, I don't know if a television actor has the kind of genesis wall. Kid Cudi, uh, I don't know. No, Kid Cudi wouldn't work. Aldis Hodge, maybe. Oh, I've seen him in. Stuff. Yeah, he's got a weird look, though. I don't know. He's. Nah, I think he's all right. Amari Hardwick, mm. maybe. You can tell as the numbers go down that they're like it's right. Not as good. But this guy's—he's pretty close, I think. Nah. Michael Ely. Isaiah Mustafa. He would, oh, he would look pretty good. good. Oh, my God. He's the old Spice guy. Yeah. That's right. He's the old Stacey, Spice he, guy. He played for your team, Stacey. Yeah. He would be He'd be pretty funny. But I don't know. Is his acting that good, though? I mean. I don't know. He's got a good look. He's got yeah, a good he's got look. the look. No. Clean Darwin. No, I don't know. I don't know. Who's oh, he was on X-Men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I remember him now. I vaguely remember him. Isn't he the one Edson? They put the thing in his mouth and he like turns to dust. <coughs> yeah, yeah. He played um, hmm. Darwin. He, they, yeah, they, they yeah. turned him to rock and they blew him up or something. Right, right. right. Oh, right. Okay. Yep. I think he was like seventeen years old. He's not even that old. This guy. Mm. He was like a teenager in that movie, right? Yeah. So he's got to be in his late twenties. Um, That's funny. You said TV actors can't. Well, like, but Chris Pratt was a TV actor. That's mm -hmm. true. You know, that's true. A pudgy one at that. I'm he was, yeah. I'm sticking by this. I called this months ago, so yeah. I, I think he's it, doing it, so much. Like he's like in everything. He's yeah. Membership has its privileges. I never had a problem with having actors be replaced if something happens, like they they pass away. Like it's fine. I you yeah, adapt to it eventually. Before. You just they, they had yeah, to they, Harry Potter. 
Right. You yeah, they, they did that with Harry, Harry Potter. You've had how many guys playing Batman? You've had you, you've recast Spider-Man how many times? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good. Yeah. I say don't 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 yeah. give kids a hero and then yank them away. Yeah, it's not gonna be yanked away though. I think you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. They're not recasting him. So to anybody but, that that but actually someone will be Black Panther. They just won't be T'Challa Black Panther. Right. There won't be T'Challa. Right. right. The character of T'Challa won't be recast. Right. Character Black Panther will exactly. Um, Mr. Londell makes a great point here. I mean, the first thing that pops into my head is Christopher Reeve. Yeah. So yeah, maybe you do that. You go with somebody you've never seen before. Mm. I mean, at some point, these guys are all unknown, right? Somebody exactly. <laughs> um. So. Hopefully, they do. said that they were going to do how many, like six or eight anime series a year. Ugh. That's wow. right. Um, and does anybody are... does anybody watch anime? I I always skip through I it. I don't can't really... stomach anime. I really can't. It's, it's nice they all seem it. the, they all seem the same to me. You watch always... like a Japanese anime like that. Yeah, I always go to the movies and live action stuff as opposed to anime. It's like yeah, yeah, anime, Japanese animation. It's all it's all this. It all just seems identically the same to me. It's either I, it's either some 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 dumb competition or you have to collect a lot of things. <laughs> I and don't think it's, it's like that. I can't. I I just it's it's one big yawn fest to me. Mm. But King Kong, on the other hand, and they're also doing a Godzilla anime, which they they did a second trailer of, and I'm really glad they didn't lead with that because it was. <sighs> But a King Kong cartoon, I'll watch that. What about Pacific Rim? I did. I wasn't aware of that. Yeah, Netflix and Legendary are also currently in production on the previously announced anime series Pacific Rim: The Black. I might give that a look. I might give I, these a look. Yeah. I always feel that video games in anime are sort of they should head more in that direction, where like Tomb Raider. Yeah, I mean, stick <laughs> to it. Just keep it to a video game. Don't bring it out because I don't know. I'd rather be playing the video game than watching it on my well, couch. You know, it seems like you have two choices with animated series these days. You get the anime or you get Cal Arts garbage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's one of the two. Yeah. And there's 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 there's, there's no there's there's nothing in between. Right. Although I Rebels has a huge fan base and so does um the first uh Star Wars um Clone Wars. Clone, Clone Wars. Wars. I mean, the Clone Wars. Any time I see an action figure that comes out in the new Black uh, Series line that I don't recognize, I'm like, "Where does this character come from?" And everybody's like, "Oh my god, this is awesome! They're releasing this character." And I'm like, "Huh?" And so there are a lot of people that do watch that stuff, but you should have waited to say that because that would have segued perfect. But that's and a good five <laughs> stories down. <laughs> And on that note, though, a good critically acclaimed anime movie is Ghost in the Shell. To anybody who hasn't oh, seen Ghost yeah. in the Shell, it has a very cool Blade Runner-esque type of vibe. Um, I would recommend uh, Ghost in the Shell as a good anime to start with if you're going to dip your toe into that <laughs> pool. Yeah, that Ghost in the Shell or Akira or Robot Carnival, these are things that are, that are, that are definitely different than, than your standard. Right. Got to uh, catch them all. Is that Dragon Slayer Two is crushing it in Japan, just yep. crushing it at the box office. Didn't you buy those, Edson? The comics? I bought a couple of books. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Are they good? <laughs> they're, yeah, they're the story is very interesting. Yep. I only read the first two, and I think they're up to like nineteen. Demon Slayer. Uh, so. Did I say Dragon Slayer? I meant. De- yeah, Demon Slayer. 
Demon Slayer, yeah. So while we're talking about hot, you know, manga and anime and hot then, manga, there's, then there's DC. <laughs> hot garbage. Segway. <laughs> Segway. Uh, DC Universe launch, DC Universe in, Infinite launches Thursday. And um, here's the reaction from the masses. Uh, where is it? Where is it? And there was much rejoicing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, well, I guess I. what it is, is it's like basically their vault. Mm. So you can go back and read over 25,000 comic books and graphic novels. Um, but I don't want to read the cow. Yeah, and I don't want to read the stuff digitally. I just I can't. Oh no, I can't. No, I, I I mean the minute you guys were what talking about three jokers, I went on Amazon and I bought it. I I don't want to read it online. Yeah, especially I mean, do you want to pay eight dollars a month or seventy five dollars no. for the year? You can go on okay. Amazon and buy a graphic a book for that much price. No, That's too much I money. I got a better thing. Fuck Amazon. They've they've taken enough money during this whole pandemic. Go to your local comic shop and buy back yes, issues. Yes, I, I, I agree. Comic I, shop. I hundred percent agree. I'm sorry. You're if right. you want back issues of anything, right. don't pay this stupid digital service. Don't pay right. Amazon. Don't pay Barnes and Noble. Go to your local comic shop. Right. You guys are hanging yeah. by a thread. So. And there was much rejoicing. Hey. <laughs> so yeah, there's I'm that. actually I'm actually looking forward to going to a con. I thought I'd never say that, but because I was so con fatigued for so long, yeah. but I'm actually missing going to a con and picking up books and just being part of it. Um, because you know that's where I used to get a lot of my books too. Was when I stopped at a con. Yeah. Especially on a sun, especially on a Sunday afternoon when everybody's closed down shop, and you would get those deals, those you know, buy one get like you know another book free, and you and I were conned out, but I'm with you, um, and hopefully this can stay on schedule. Uh, we should uh, get did I did here. I segue again? <laughs> no, I just called it up when you brought that up. But uh, uh, July 30th to August 1st, oh, okay. and yep. it's earlier. Great. Usually he's in mid August. Yeah. It is Mitch, we got to get Mitch on the show. That's just awesome. Yeah, I'm gonna get Mitch in. He just had to move his GamerCon to the fall. Um, so, I mean, this this could be. This might not happen. Yeah, I know. This might not happen. So, that'd be that'd be two years. This would yeah. be the second year, right? Because yeah, he might have to push Terrificon into like October, November himself. Well, the biggest yes, Diego one. might stay virtual too. Oh, they did such a great job last year. Oh, oh they my god! Oh yeah. my god! Well, yes, yeah, San Diego. That was a shit show. Holy crap! Terrible. I think awful. I hope they learned their lessons from. Yeah, I hope they learned their lessons from last year. It was awful. Well, I think and, their biggest um, mistake. If was, they're going to make it virtual again, they've got to learn from their mistakes. Oh yeah. Well, they yeah. need to make it interactive. It's got to be live. You can't pre-package stuff like, oh. like that. It was so bad. Yeah, the, the DC fandom did a hell of a lot yeah. better. Yeah, but that yeah. was also canned, though. But it was better because you had options and it was a yeah. slick presentation. Um, and, and the presentations were shorter and they got to the point more. Um, 
those San Diego right. panels were awful. And, and, and there wasn't they didn't really hype anything. It felt like they were just kind of going with the flow, and and then it was just like we, we had really nothing to talk about, you know. They they clearly thought well, there was no interaction. To, yeah, right. and I think they clearly thought all they had to do was put content out, and people would eat it up. And right, you see some of the views on their videos. I mean, hundreds oh. of views. Yeah, that's ridiculous for San Diego Comic Con. They should have hundreds of thousands of views, but. Yeah. They probably won't do it again this year because it's in California, <laughs> mm. and um, I don't think, um, yeah, I think this is the COVID thing's going to stick around for at least another year. Um, at least six months. I'd, I'd say halfway, like summertime, things will loosen quite a bit, but like having mass large gatherings, yeah, going to be the last thing to come back. Concerts, stuff, like conventions, that. and stuff. I'm that you're talking fall probably. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, we're getting Star Wars stamps from the oh, U.S. Right. Fun. Oh, oh, a PO stamp? Sign does, me up. Does anybody use stamps anymore? Uh, I, a book of stamp lasts me forever. <laughs> yeah, I know. I still have to put, I have to send out two checks a month, and I keep asking them, can't you just go on Venmo or PayPal? What's yeah. that? What's that? <laughs> uh, so um, I'll buy these since I have to write two checks a month and mail them. There's only like there's only like good a good three classic characters from it. Though. I was just gonna say, but they put all our favorite characters on here. <laughs> I mean, Dio, I, lo I, I love a I love a gonk droid. Stamps. That looks yeah. like, a, like a dog crate. What is that? Gonk droid. Gonk droid. Wow. Otherwise known as a power and, droid. He just walks around and goes gonk. Basically, <laughs> a, basically a gonk droid is a is a, is a mobile battery charger it's like it looks, it's a, it looks like a, a step transformer or he just walks around you plug shit into him he's like a walking generator yep nobody likes c3po and he goes gonk no. gonk 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 chopper I'll take, I'll take 3po over over uh bb8 over the, the over bb8 any day i was actually looking at the one in the upper the upper right the oh, sjw God. droid i like the ig11 that's the one like from mandalorian right or, yeah yep. Yeah, he's like the uh, bounty hunter one. He was it, cool. It is, except it's a slap in the face to IG-88, who was the original from Empire Strikes Back. Uh, so they should have put IG-88 on here instead. It's the mm -hmm. same droid, but... And uh, that's, the, that's the the other droid to the right is uh, Lando Calversian's Fembot. Yep. Yeah, it, it, that should not be L337. It should be SJW1. Nice. <laughs> that should be that robot's name. I'm glad they blew that one up. Uh, yeah, Do that's the dumbest thing. It looks like a stupid, like a Pixar. Like Do reminds yeah, me of the early Pixar stuff. The early, like the tin toy and tin toy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do looks like something from that, doesn't it? Just well, like yeah, because the, the the head reminds you of the uh, the uh, desk lamp. The lamp, right? Mm. Um, K2SO is awesome. That was a great character. Yeah, uh, I liked him. Congratulations, you're being rescued. <laughs> What's he say when they go, uh, we'll get sucked into the vacuum of space and die? Well, I won't. <laughs> was it really? No, uh, that was Huey, Dewey, and Louie, but they had the same basic concept, giant box with, with, with two stubby feet. Okay. Boing, boing, boing. Because sometimes you see like certain props, like the PKE meter from Ghostbusters shows up in other movies. Hmm. So you see those props, you know, they go to like, what, what's that famous prop place in Hollywood? Um, 
You and know? by the way, Silent Running was directed by our good friend Douglas Trumbull. Douglas Trumbull. Yeah, I gotta get. We gotta get Doug on here, man. Gotta get Doug. Uh, BB-8. I, I don't mind BB-8. Yeah, he's he's probably one of the better parts of the of of the the sequels, but that's really not saying much. <laughs> you know, Revenge of the Sith was Sith was the best prequel. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, I I got I got punched in the face, I got kicked in the groin, and I got stabbed in the stomach. Well, the punch in the face was the best of the three. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jude, this is what I was talking about. Hasbro unveils new Star Wars figures to celebrate Lucasfilm's 50th anniversary. <coughs> Rot row. Wow. Those are still on pegs, half of those figures. <laughs> yep. You can still get your. your why, why, why release something that's on, uh, it's on sale on a peg somewhere in Walmart for two so bucks? I was working very late on Saturday and I took a little snack break and I saw this article and had to make a video about it because. It's just so much fun to rip on Disney Star Wars. So, yep. Hasbro Pulse is celebrating the 50th anniversary of Lucasfilm with newly announced series of Star Wars, the Black Series figures. The announcement was made during Fan First Friday. Say that three times fast. And includes <sighs> everything from the prequel trilogy to the O trilogy mm. to Clone Wars and Rebels. And I like the fact that they're making them like Kenner, the old Kenner card Yes. yes. So, oh, yeah, yeah. Up, yeah. Episode one figures in throwback 1990s packaging. The initial wave includes Qui-Gon Jinn, the drunk, Mace Windu, Jar Jar, Binks, and a battle droid. They are Best Buy exclusives for pre-order right now. So there's Qui-Gon booze. There he is. And as I said in my review, cool looking figure. Too bad the character's as plastic as the toy. Oh, snap. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Spoiler alert, guess who bought this guy on pre-order? I bought Mace Windu. A little Mace Windu action? Yeah. Yep. He's cool, man. Look at that. Mm. Got lightsaber. He got the lightsaber. This is a bad motherfucker. When, <laughs> when these came out, when, when episode one came out, um, and I found out he was going to be a Jedi, I just expected him to be the best Jedi ever. Mm-hmm. Instead, they had him walk up and down hallways and say like the most inane, mundane yeah. crap. He does nothing. I mean, he gets in that big fight at the in the second movie at the end, but so does everybody else. And yeah, and he gets his ass handed to them by by Emperor Palpatine. I know. I wanted him to kill Palpatine. I, every time I watch that, I just it's like you ever watch things over and you know the outcome, but you you mm. still in your brain. Yeah, like, like, Back to the Future Three, you're like you're, yeah. you're rooting for, for 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 Doc to get away, but unfortunately, although there's... yeah, like I'm just like I, I always think like he's going to get Palpatine this time, right? Right. But there <laughs> is a, there is a, about the window. There is a rumor that he's still alive, mm-hmm, and there was a fan theory in the Mandalorian that he was mm-hmm. going to he's going to yeah. come back. Oh, I hope he does. That would be nice. And, then, and I got to say this. This is a horrible character. This is a stain on Star Wars lore. But tell me that figure is not cool. <laughs> yep. They're actually released. They actually released a version in box with more assessor, uh, accessories. Yeah, I, I almost bought it, except it's yeah. thirty dollars. I know. Yeah, but you get old, no Jar Jar, no matter how cool, yeah. is worth thirty dollars. No, and here's my theory on it. It's because totally it's, nice. What's great at Target 
you can go take the box and scan it on that you know the price checker thing right and then it tells you how many are in stock at all the other stores oh nice and there's a lot of jar jars so my theory is 50 cent rose tico jar jar banks mm. i'm thinking you know six months from now when they still have all these jar jars he'll be like 12 bucks yeah, yeah. um and then i will because if you didn't know he was annoying that is one cool looking character mm -hmm. yeah and he does have the 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 mark in history of being the first cgi the first cgi yeah. main character yeah i feel bad because what was his name ahmad best was ahmad best yeah the best he got so much shit for this. He almost he almost committed suicide. You know, you want to talk about like, you know, uh Kelly Marie Tran and all the fake bullcrap she got. Um, this poor guy. Imagine if the internet was what it is today. Oh that, yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. I mean, man, the hate mail he must have got in the mailbox. Um, and then they have the battle droid, which those whatever. things fall apart so easily. Yeah, they're just, I never really, they look like a dog or something. I would always find a head or an arm in my house somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> These are my favorites because they, they're they they replicating the Kenner card backs. Which I yeah, like. this is this is really cool. The figures that right. really excite me are the Kenner-style retro figures celebrating the original trilogy, Obi-Wan <laughs> Kenobi with a plastic mm. cape. Mm -hmm. I actually have a Rocking a cloth robe and Greedo right. Kenner-style. I actually have this uh, version of, of him, but I like how they use the... Kenner vintage colors scheme. Yeah. Yep. These figures are up for pre-order on Amazon and yeah. already out of stock. And the vinyl cape is, is such a homage to the figure. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So there's Obi-Wan. And Although they should have put the sh they should have put the lightsaber in his arm, his forearms, so you can No, 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 because no. <laughs> these are Black Series figures. That, no, so I know, I know. It's just the beauty of this is you get that Kenner design, but you get the, all the points of articulation. So you right, get right, a lot right, more articulation yeah. on it. I think, like, I wanted this Obi-Wan, and I I clicked the link, and it was, it was the next day, and it was already too late. So. Jeez. Yeah. So I put on the mailing list, let me know if it ever comes in. The cloth Jawa instead of the... the cloth um, instead of the vinyl cape, yeah. Yep. Well, the, the, the cloth Jawa was much more common, so... Right. And, you know... Jawas are annoying. I'm not. Why would I buy a Jawa? And Greedo. That that, yeah. that that Greedo's that 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 is pretty nice though. It looks just like the original toy. Yeah. Looks exactly like it. That was actually a first release was Greedo in the Black Series line. 2013s they released a Greedo, and he looks nothing like that. So they redesigned him except for the head. This looks just like the original Kenner. Yeah, it looks like the Kenner. In the in in the last few episodes of Clone Wars, they actually snuck in these these characters, all of the the, the original Cantina characters, uh, Cantina oh. monsters, as CGI like background filler. So there, oh, was, there was a Greedo wearing the green outfit. There was a Hammerhead wearing wearing the uh, the blue onesie. What's cool? Uh, what's funny too is he he doesn't have boots on. He has like uh, loafers. Easy. Crocs. He's got Crocs yeah. on. Evening wear. <laughs> Very nice. Uh, two new figures for the vintage line, Andorlea and Paplu the Ewok. So the vintage <laughs> line for a little three and even, a half. Even the vintage, I remember when my brother and I, we got we used to get Star Wars figures for Christmas every year. Even the cape or the outfit or the whatever, the poncho was always too big. Yeah, look the at vintage that. figure. It's huge. Yeah. But yep. it's like they did it on purpose because it was always too big. It's just like they just cut like a square <laughs> piece of cloth and totally. all in the middle. Yeah. It never really fit. Yeah, just threw it over her head. And, uh, Paplu, there he is. So if 
if Leia is three and a half inches tall, the Ewok's got to be what, like one and a half inches tall? Something like that. Um, and then here you go, Jude, like you were saying, uh, elite squad troopers from the Bad Batch cartoon. So mm. he's pretty cool looking. Bad Batch cartoon? Mm hmm. Help me. Yeah, out. that's that's the 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 Clone Wars spinoff. The Bad Batch. But that's funny. No Ray. Well, we're not done. Huh. Oh, we're not Luke done. Pano and Darth Maul from the Filoni verse will also be celebrating the 50th anniversary of Lucasfilm. I got mine, okay. but this is this is the original release. Oh, you got the black series, yeah. yeah. And Maul looks cool with the fake uh, legs. Maul is very cool. So, um, oh, the article's over. Where's the Kathleen Kennedy characters? Wait a minute. <laughs> huh? Hold on. Over it. They're on the. Listen, mistake. listen, listen. They're on the pegs at the store, guys. Don't panic. <laughs> You'll have plenty you of time to buy time your, to your, your Ray Palpatine. That's right. Actually, I think they did exclusive Ray Palpatine, didn't they? I think they dropped that on Pulse. Did they? Yeah. yeah. You got to go to on Pulse. That's the, I guess that's Hasbro's, Pulse, yeah. their pre-order site. Yep. Uh, Obi new Kenobi rumor claims Liam Neeson will reprise his role as Qui-Gon Jinn. So he's gonna be a, a Force ghost, either a Force ghost or flashbacks. One of the two. Oh right. <laughs> but apparently, well, wait, but wait a second. Didn't Yoda say in the third film that he should contact Qui-Gon, Force yes. ghost, or something like that? Yes, he did. <laughs> yes, there you go. So this new rumor comes from Edward Louder at small screen. Louder reveals the source tells him the deal's already done. Liam Neeson will be playing. Qui-Gon booze in Kenobi. Qui-Gon gin and tonic. Honestly, I'm not 100% how they'll be bringing the character back. It sounds like it'll be a flashback sequence. They could also be thinking of bringing him back as a Force ghost. More info. Yeah, he'll probably come back as a Force ghost. Yeah. Or both. Yeah, I mean, that's how they're bringing... They've already said that's how they're bringing back Anakin. It's nothing but flashbacks. So, Right. Oh, there's the scene. Yeah, that's the scene that Yoda says you should try to contact them. Yep. Yeah, so making going on a forest ghost. All right, well, we'll see. So the Obi Wan series, um, we're already getting back. Uh, what's his face? Hayden Christensen, and now we're going to get back Qui Gon Booze. So Phantom Menace Light. That's fine. Prequels Light. I'm curious to know if it's going to last more than one season. Is it just going to no, be it's a, not, no? It's supposed it's, it's, it's supposed to be a one-off. It's an event series. I think it's only six episodes too, which yeah. is good. Yeah. I think the, that's his character doesn't need to be exploited anymore. No, well, you can't have him run into Vader. You just you'll ruin everything, right? Yeah, that's exactly. that's why they're doing nothing but flashbacks. He's probably going to a lot of bad dreams about him too, and just if, you know, if he was Vader and Kenobi have a showdown in this show, it it'll ruin continuity like no, it's it's it, Dave Filoni and 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 John Favreau are, are involved and I trust them despite what's coming up I still trust them <laughs> how did you know can you see what I'm doing um, no, oh, no I still trust them I think I, I think that I do too Doomcock actually did this this is great uh, yes. I, I think it was Doomcock actually did did a a, a story about this and he technically doesn't say that they're leading into the sequel trilogy. No, I think this article was uh, John Trent overreacted. Oh, seemingly. Yes. Oh, of course. So, yeah, no, it's... Yeah, because he says something to the effect of... Uh, where is it here? 
Um, I had a pitch for a concept following archetypes that influenced George Lucas, whether it's blah, 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 blah. Make a smaller story to get to the small screen and take it back to the basics. My pitch was very simple at first, and Kathleen Kennedy was receptive to ideas I was presenting. Uh, later in the interview, Favreau was asked about the weather of Luke, the return of Luke Skywalker, a scene in season two finale was always planned. No, the story unfolded as I wrote it. Mandalorian inherits a great deal from existing Star Wars stories, and when I write, that context is always a consideration. Favreau then insinuated that he's indeed making taking the sequel trilogy into consideration, saying it became clear that within established continuity, certain things were likely to transpire. Uh, but that's all he says. Yeah, yeah he, doesn't, he doesn't say, yep, and we're we're going to see Palpatine, we're going to see Ray's parents, we're going to see, you know, no, I and, trust him. And in his head, he, that might not that might not be established continuity to him. Yeah, he, he's taking into consideration. Okay, I'm throwing away this. I'm throwing away yeah. that. I'm throwing in fuck this, fuck that, fuck this thing in, over there too. Yeah, so. exactly. In a follow up question, he would be specifically asked if he felt penned in narratively, given the sequel trilogy reveals Luke's future. He replied, "We have a tremendous amount of freedom afforded to us because of the gap in time between films." Dave Filoni and I are in constant discussion regarding how each story choice is impacted by and would impact existing Star Wars material. Now, this is the key sentence right here. Dave Filoni and I are in constant discussion. Hmm. Dave Filoni and I are in constant discussion. Is there somebody missing? Dave in Filoni and I are in constant discussion. <laughs> is there somebody okay. missing? Nowhere here does he say. And then we run it up the ladder to Kathleen. Right. Yeah. Yeah, she's, know, she's got nothing to do with Lucasfilm. Anymore. We already she's, know Kathleen cannot overrule anything this man does with his with his shows. She can make suggestions, but he has carte blanche to do what he wants with his shows. So him saying this really... I mean, I pretend the sequel trilogy didn't really happen. In my head, That they're just like fan films. Like, they're garbage. Yeah, oh, same yeah. here. And that's not Luke Skywalker, and it's just it's Han Solo didn't die, and it's just it's garbage. So for me, anything he does, Mandalorian forward is the continuing story of Star Wars to me. Excuse me. Um, that's how I yeah. consider it, and I think a lot of fans consider it that way too. Um, True to send hate mail, send the hate mail, send the hate mail. <laughs> but um, yeah, I. I I, I, he might establish the first order in one of these shows. Um, but, you know, Doomcock also brought up the fact that the Ahsoka show logo has that Veil of the Force thing in it. Mm -hmm. That's right. So, um, Doomcock's going to do, go down kicking and screaming on this one that they are going to retcon it <laughs> and, and change it somehow. Um, we'll see. But, um, He's got, you know, he's got pretty much total autonomy here. So, I, I like the fact also that anything that the Mandalorians brought to the show that's new, that's not something that they take they took from a previous trilogy, works. It, it, it works seamlessly for some reason. I always feel like there's no character that's out of place. And with the newer trilogy, I always feel some characters just don't fit in at all. Some no. characters. Well, a lot of them. But <laughs> all characters. All right, right. Including so, the established ones. They don't not, nothing fits. So it, it 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 even makes it this Mandalorian makes it even seem more blatant that it just doesn't work. Right. And I paused on Moff Gideon here because um Who I love. He's a great villain. Yeah. Um I, w I watched Trading Places last night. 
was last night or the night before. I don't remember anymore. Um, no, it was last night. And um, I, I was watching the credits, and I saw his name, Giancarlo Esposito's name. How old was he? He must have been. He was in prison, the prison scene with Eddie Murphy. Huh. So I rewound back to that scene, or on Blu-ray, skipped back to that scene. And holy crap. He's, he had to be like 25, hmm. 22. Holy cow. He was like, he was so young. He was almost unrecognizable. Wow. Crazy. Yeah. I was like, oh my God. Yeah. It's some yeah, awesome actor. So, anyway, yep. Uh, we'll see. John Favreau. I trust him. I do too. I trust him. He's Everybody. the chosen one. So everybody got caught up, right, brother? You watched. You finally watched it, even though it was spoiled for you. You still got to watch the Kick-Ass last season. I still wept like a baby. It's ridiculous. Careful. But then I then I Pop found that everybody else did. Make fun of you now. Yeah. It was... I, I think I think that was like the text message that we all we were just texting each other in the group yeah. chat. I think everybody posted that they almost cried. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, it was ridiculous. I got a big case I mean, of the feel. And it kept on hitting you with another emotional beat after another emotional jackhammer. It was just like, you know, Grogu saying goodbye to the Mandalorian. It's like, oh, and Luke Skywalker yeah. shows up. Yeah. It, so it was it, like E.T. with Elliot. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> times times 100. It was, so. yeah. I mean, you're, you're recovering from the Luke thing in the ecstatic tears of joy. And then the, the farewell scene was gut-wrenching, man. Gut-wrenching. Yeah. So. Well, I, I, I like the it takes fact off that... His helmet. Oh, <laughs> stop, stop. I know. And, I, like, oh. and I like the fact you finally got to see Luke Skywalker as a Jedi master, if you want to call mm -hmm. it. Because we never got to see Jedi him... Yeah. Or Jedi Knight. Yeah. Right. But you never got to see him get to that point. I mean, you saw him at the end, um, you know, but it, it, it just... Yeah, but at the end of Jedi, he lost his shit and just, like, he was right. berserk. Right. Yeah. And... But you never got to see him get to that final stage, you know? No. no, it was the Luke Skywalker scene we waited 37 years for. That's and, right. Exactly. This is know. what we, we needed to see. Oh, especially they did more in a 10-minute scene. They did more in a 10-minute scene than any of those, uh, those um, sequels have done in 30 years. Yeah. That's right. So. And how does Lucasfilm take advantage of all that goodwill and happy joy and emotion? No, how does Lucasfilm take advantage of all that happy joy and emotion? By, by shitting on their fans again and, and calling them ists and phobes and trying to get them banned and deplatformed uh, and, and then putting out shite like the High Republic yeah. and then blaming its failure on fans. I mean, it's the last Jedi playbook all over again. It's unbelievable. The Lucasfilm story group, and it's, it's – they're back. They're back. Yeah. So would you say would everybody say Star Wars was saved though? Do you is, is that too much of a reach? Uh, we felt that way at the end of 2020, but uh, it didn't take long for Lucasfilm to ruin that. Yeah, um, they are all over <laughs> again. Um, what a so Star Wars writers Bria Lavornia and Brian Young call fans racists. That's always excellent for marketing. Marketing loves when you call bands <laughs> Rossies and want EVS and Ichibaka to be deplatformed because they don't like the last Jedi 
So all the hard work building something, just tear it down and take it away because they don't like the last Jedi. Star Wars writer Bria Lavornia has called for both Cyberfrog creator Ethan Van Skyver and Star Wars critic Ichibaka to be deplatformed. Lavornia has written numerous articles for StarWars.com. The brilliance behind that sentence alone is staggering. <laughs> With her most recent published September 2020 titled Empire at 40, the evolution of costumes in Star Wars, The Empire Strikes Back. As reported by Ichibaka at Disney, Star Wars is dumb. Nice. I love Ichibaka. That's a great blog. <laughs> He's well-connected. Like The stories are... are He's got some sources. Lavornia accused both Ichibaka and Van Skyver of abuse before calling them to be deplatformed. On top of that, she also called Star Wars fans racists. Oh, God. Lavornia wrote on Twitter, the dumpster. Nothing's going to change until people like I-T-C-H-Y and E-V-S, who've hurled abuse for years, are deplatformed. Star Wars writer. And there's also going to and nothing is also going to change until certain parts of fandom also have to confront their own racism. This crap is going on for far too long. Fucking baby. Lavornia's view that Star Wars fans are racist and that both Ethan Van Skyver and Ichibaka need to be deplatformed de is also echoed by her fellow Star Wars writer, Brian Young. This guy has done this before. Young has also written for StarWars.com in the past, although he hasn't written for the website since April 2019. More recently, he's been writing for Sci-Fi Wire. He's the guy that came out after the Luke, the Luke Skywalker appearance on Mandalorian, and then wrote yeah. the whole article why why Luke's a loser. Oh, jeez, what a yeah, what a he's, moron. He's a total soy. Young responded to Livornia's accusations against Ichibaka and EBS, and her call to deplatform them by writing on Twitter. I think you're absolutely correct here. <laughs> Ethan Van Skyver would react to the accusations on his YouTube channel, Karma's Car Comic Artist Pro Secrets, which, along with bonding into comics, was added to a ban list on the saltier than crate subreddit. Uh, begins his video stating, I've never seen such nitwits, nincompoops, never do wells, and complete and total nerds as the one who have taken over Star Wars, who are working for Lucasfilm right now and are running this franchise into the ground. Later in the video, Van Skyver stated, I have been canceled. I'm a victim of cancel culture. I've already been canceled. I'm not working for anybody but you guys. I don't work for anybody but you guys. I work for myself. I make comic books and I sell them directly to you. You guys see them. You guys see Cyberfrog and Rainbow the Brute. He continues, you can't hurt me anymore in any other way except for to accept but to be to for deplatform me. Deplatforming means taking away my means of speaking to you guys. I speak the truth to you guys. Still later in the video, Van Skyver says the only thing standing between the complete and utter annihilation of Star Wars in terms of it being transformed into just a corrupt, progressive, soy-based, disgusting hellhole is me and Itchy. We are it. The battle station isn't fully quite operational. The soy battle station. Nice. But they can only get rid of me. If they can shut me up, then maybe it could. They need to deplatform me, take away this channel here, this, this channel that you guys enjoy. I certainly enjoy. I love my YouTube channel. They need to take it away so they can fully implement their corrupt and disgusting soy-based ideas and do it with impunity. Van Skyver continues. These disgusting, rancid, little soy-lactating perverts want to take away my YouTube channel so they can make Star Wars even more lame. lame. Tell, tell us how you really feel, EVS. 
that Chewbacca would also respond on the call to deplatform him on Disney. Star Wars is dumb. He wrote, people sometimes ask why it is that censorship is such a common tool for the fringe left. Well, it's because SJWs are fully aware that their deeply moronic ideology is incapable of withstanding debate in an environment yeah. of free speech. Silencing their political opposition is the only intellectual option that is available to them. Yep. Yep. And next week, Cameron's going to have a lot to say about stuff. Like oh, that. yes. Buckle up. <laughs> yeah. Because it's kind of funny because Cameron's been a victim of it. So, which is hilarious, which is hilarious. Yeah. You know, not, not funny. Not, not, ha ha. You, you got canceled. Ha ha. No, no, no. Obviously not like that. But the fact that, that he's a Muslim man. Yeah. And he's getting canceled by the fight. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, all those channels that they took off the subreddit are amazing. And then <laughs> this guy says, hold oh, my beer. Boy. Uh, Rooster Teeth and Gizmodo staffer Charles Pulliam accuses Star Wars fans of engaging in bigoted <laughs> dogpiling. You know, it, it, I, I just, I can't, I have trouble connecting the dots between saying, yeah, this High Republic is like uninspired crap and that being considered bigoted dogpiling. Hmm. Sorry, you're a, a, a discerning consumer. Yeah, well, um, you know, he basically is. We talked about this last week, and I don't want to go into Christina Ariel again um, with her calendar year uh, of racist crap. But uh, this guy here is on board with it, so um, it, it's it's amazing. Uh, this only at Lucasfilm, only with Star Wars. Do you see this? This is crazy. It's a loony asylum there. What are these people thinking? What, what, like, what are they thinking? What, what are they thinking? Yeah, that yeah. wasn't a rhetorical question, but my God, like, seriously, I, I think they, they, that they believe Star Wars. It's their own little kingdom. Like, they don't need. They, they somehow don't think they need any revenue or anything. It's like Star Wars is their own little kingdom, and everyone else stays out, and that, that's how they want to build that world, I guess. And but they, that's not reality. It's like you you need revenue to keep that going, and you're <laughs> telling your fans you're racist is like not, you're not going to get anything out of it. The disaster <laughs> since the since Disney acquired Lucasfilm in 2012, the disaster after disaster after disaster, starting with the product. And you know the declining sales and the yeah. toy line, the toy line dying, and, and the comic and everything just falling apart. And then in the process of all that going on, they allow their employees to, to attack the people off. who are criticizing the bad products. And we we saw we had a story last week that said that there was an outsider who was um a justified writer or something said. It's their marketing plan. Their marketing plan is to call the fans horrible. <sighs> Unbelievable. Like, what do you, you know, and that's, that goes back to, to, you know, we're not in the room and we, we don't know for sure, but, you know, everyone says that Kathleen Kennedy is the one who says, like, you know, let the past go, let the past die. We don't want 50 year old Star Wars fans. We want 15 year old Star Wars fans. So she's <laughs> trying to cater to a younger audience. 
while meanwhile just you know peeing on old fans like a dog in a fire hydrant. Yeah. I, yeah, you, you you can't take a dump on your older fans, and that's fine to, 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 to want younger fans, but to just completely alienate the paying customers. You know, one, you, you look at Cobra Kai, right? Cobra Kai did exactly the right thing. Cobra Kai did a better job of, like, I don't like the Karate Kid. I never liked the Karate Kid. I had no interest in watching Karate Cobra Kai because I didn't like the Karate Kid, mm -hmm. and I could care less. And then I watched Cobra Kai. And I love it. That's how you get old fans, new fans. You, it, it, that's how you do it. Because you respect the property that it is. And then you expand on it. Yeah. And of course, you know, there's people out there going, oh, you know, uh, Cobra Kai is too white. Well, because the two no characters happen to be white males, but those kids are not all. Like, that's... No. Yeah, Miguel, on our Miguel, all those characters. There's nobody. It's, it's very diverse. Right, it's very diverse, and they do it without drawing attention to it, which is even better. Yeah, they don't. They don't sit there and point it out, you know. And, oh, I'm this and that, and uh, where's my pronouns? Read my pronouns. And they, and they don't try to make excuses for the character Johnny. Johnny is who he is, and he'll say things off the cuff, and sure, it's insulting somebody, but that's the that's his character. What I love about Johnny is that he's just trapped in another time, <laughs> and uh, and that's that works because yeah. he's almost like the sounding board. He's the lack of <laughs> progress. He shows the lack of progress, right? He's the, he's a walking embodiment of the way things used to be. Um, right. Ironically. You he's from somewhere. 1987. He's from, right. Yeah. yeah, he's from that time. But ironically, as it turns out, though, you need some of that. It's almost a, a metaphor for saying you have to, you still have to pull ideas from the past to make everything work now. Right. You can't just sweep away. Right. You can't so, just sweep the leg. Oh. <laughs> and with that, good night, everyone. Wow. <laughs> All right, we got two more stories. Two more. Let's cut this out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got the live. You got. You got the Keith. You got the live over his head. You gotta. You gotta do your. You gotta do your camera full frame. Oh, uh, do I? Yeah, I couldn't see it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I knocked Lucasfilm. Ah. <laughs> did you come with any accessories? Did you come with a gun or something? Two, really? Yeah, look, dude, two guns, Kimbo style blasters, two yeah. blasters. Nice. I couldn't believe it. I, <laughs> I just found him. At, he was the last one at Target. He's supposed to be a hard find too. He is a hard find. I was like, oh my god, I couldn't believe he was sitting there. Um, yeah. So Carl Weathers supports Gina Carano. This is awesome. Good for him. Uh, so this past Saturday they did this uh, and it worked. Um, we love Cara Dune. Hashtag we love hash brown. Hash brown. Cara Dune. Um, nice. Trended globally, and Gina was like, you know, completely floored. Um, so Carl tweeted because uh, you know they're they're back on the cancel. Gina Carano bandwagon because of Christina Ariel. So Christina Ariel goes on these Ross, this tirades for a year and then gets a job at 
Lucasfilm and then bounding into comics is, yeah, well, look at all these tweets and the people that back the Christina Ariel narrative suddenly go fire Gina Carano again. Um, so Carl says, so wonderful to have the opportunity to work with the beautiful Gina. She's making her way through a very demanding industry as an artist and a craftsperson, and she's hitting so many of the right notes. Nothing but upside awaiting her. Go, Gina. Beepies. So Carl Weathers. <sighs> oh, man, Carl Weathers. Apollo Creed. He is Apollo Creed. Right. Yeah. And uh, to be honest, I, I wasn't excited about Mandalorian. I It was kind of like Cobra Kai. I was like over Star Wars. I'm like, Star Wars is dead. I'm not going to watch this stupid Boba Fett knockoff show. And then I'd heard so many good things, so I gave it a shot. And I saw Carl Weathers in the first episode. I'm like, oh, Carl Weathers is in this? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'll watch this. <laughs> nice. I'm in. I'm in. And on the same kind of note, Denzel Washington declares his support for police and American soldiers shows his disgust for those who disparage them. Good for him. Thank you, good. Denzel. Thank you. thank you. And thank you for your son, who's awesome. <laughs> should be the next Black Panther. Cause should be the next Black Panther. Because nobody asks my opinion, but that's who it should be. I fully uh, agree. Yep. Washington stated, I have the utmost respect for what they do, for what our soldiers do. People that sacrifice their lives. Yeah, so they sacrifice their lives so people could sit on Twitter and rip on them. And rip on them. Yeah, and I just don't care for people who put those kind of people down. If it weren't for them, we would not have the freedom to complain about what they do. Exactly. That's right. Exactly. Is this the movie you saw? Yep. What's it called? The Little Things. It was bad, huh? The performances were amazing. Oh, look at those three guys. I mean, yeah. But you said the movie, the plot was bad. Yeah, and the ending, and like the like just the whole like character arc for um, the Rami Malek character, especially, just didn't make any sense. Like it. So basically, it's a Mystic River. <laughs> it was very disappointing. Just, like you leave, it, you're like you, you. The credits come on, you're like, really? That's it? <laughs> like really? Mm -hmm. Did anybody like Mystic River? I haven't seen it in so long. I don't I remember. I did. So good on Denzel. Good on Carl Weathers. Yep. Good, good, good. So that's it. That's it for the stories. I have to get up at four thirty in the morning again tomorrow. Fun. Oh, fun. Oh. I'll sleep a couple extra hours for you. Thanks. I get up today. <laughs> I gotta get up and drive to New Jersey at four thirty. Oof. So oh. who and then has set up all day and then. Who has caught up with WandaVision? I know Edson has. Yeah, let's talk <laughs> WandaVision and then uh, we'll... I, 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 oh I my God, away. I love that episode. episode I was blown away. Awesome. Brother, did you see it? Wait, yeah. wait. Did you see yeah. it, brother? Okay. Uh, Pete? Pete? I haven't. I oh. I don't have Disney Plus. And I'm kind of marveled out, but I hear a lot of good things about it. I read the spoilers, so I'm kind of caught up to it. So mm. I have a theory, and it's also a fan theory. <laughs> After seeing that last episode, and I, Ed said I didn't see your your take on it because I didn't. I just watched it and I didn't want to get. What is? Oh, are you going to tell us what the theory is, or no? <laughs> I uh, my, well, my theory is is that she, in the in the scene where she's trying to save Vision, and um, he kill she kills Vision, and then uh, Thanos uses the Time Stone to bring him back. I think a lot of the Mind Stone got absorbed back into her, and that's how she's creating this 
this I think she has reality. a certain power though like I was reading a, an article where she has like all these extra powers like in the comics that like they haven't even shown that her ability. yeah she bends reality yep. yeah right. but with but the mind stone the, she yeah. can create that right no I think she's just think she needs the mind yeah okay I mean so I, I guess I'll be the unpopular guy here. I thought it was a bad episode. <gasps> what? What? It, it was, uh, yeah, there was a lot wrong with it. Starting with Kat Pennings, who's just an annoying, obnoxious. <laughs> <laughs> Look at Stacey's face. And I, I don't like know. her. She's stuck. She's I don't stuck. believe she's like, for a second she's a scientist. She's a hey. obnoxious punk. She's. It was like it was like Denise Richards as a scientist in James Bond. It was like uh, I don't. I, I, I buy it. I buy it. I just scientist. I just ignored it because it, it was so Natalie good. Portman's so like good. assistant or like yeah. intern or whatever. Well, I, don't but, buy it. Uh, I didn't I buy mean, Natalie Portman as a scientist either. Um, <laughs> well, I think she's like, like they're <laughs> terribly, terribly miscast. Both of them. Well, maybe the cast with the story. I thought the episode was good. I I, like her. I had problems with a lot of the science it was very star trek discovery well, yeah yeah like i needed right. TV to watch this no you don't why like that's just stupid yeah uh, like there yeah. was i i just was i was wincing jimmy woo was a buffoon the guy who runs sword was a buffoon like i i i i felt it creeping in i felt the woke creeping into this show um mm. i i wasn't happy I wasn't. I, I was. <laughs> I was too. <laughs> it was everybody else. And I, I, I just loved it. Was, it. I thought I thought some of the continuity was all over the place. Like, I don't know. I just, I, I just like the fact that you're now seeing the Monica Rambeau character was great. Yeah, I'll give her that. I like Monica Rambeau. I mean, there were parts of it I liked overall. Yeah, I liked her character. Every time Cat Dennings came on, I wanted to punch the screen. I cannot stand her. Oh, I like her, like her quirky, snarky. Yeah. Oh, I know. Demeanor. I think in that show too. She's just treating everybody in there like some kind of asshole. Girl. Like, ah, where's my come? Yeah, she's all. She's a, I would have kicked her. Obviously, right you don't like her because that's, but that's her character. Being her, that's her character in every she, show. That that was her exactly. character. In, that's uh, all she does. She's one right. dimensional. I don't even know why they ever put her in the Marvel universe. When she showed up in the first Thor, it's like, what is this idiot doing in here? Yeah. Like if you if you watch Two Broke Girls, right? Or Two uh, Broke is it? Two I know. Yeah, it, that's her character. They I know. Character that's my point. Yeah. 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 She she, she doesn't she doesn't act. She's a personality. Right. Yeah. It's like exactly. putting Kristen Wiig in the damn Wonder Woman. It's that's like, right. Oh, Kristen Wiig yeah. just does Kristen Wiig all the time. That's right. Cat Dennings does Cat Dennings all the time. It's right. like that was just awful. It was it's awful. like it's like putting Gilbert Godfrey in a movie. It was like, why was she in there? Like, what? Gilbert Godfrey's gonna be Gilbert because, because they had to have her save the whole. Time. I mean, it's like yeah. she's why the only, was she? Why she, she, she was the only one who came up with an idea, which was actually I agree with you. The science doesn't add up. It's like none of it find, did. You found some ancient radiation, and now all of a sudden you can capture a broadcast frequency out of it. That was it. Was, it was it was Star Trek Discovery? Like, oh, let's just. Techno babble our way out of it. Just uh, it just pushed the plot story. forward. They had to figure yeah, exactly. out how to push, exactly. how to put the plot forward. So and 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 God, why did they have to bring her back? She was just she was a stupid, like annoying, bumbling sidekick character in the movie. Like there's, she was, she's nothing. Just get anybody else to come in there and do that. Anybody. Right, but she's just like Jimmy. Like they're like the the third. They're not even supporting characters. Like way out there. So they had to bring somebody to remind you of the movies. But some they can't bring the A-listers in, obviously. So uh, they, they got these uh, guys.
guys that are like not even sidekicks, but worse than sidekicks. I was watching the whole episode like this. <laughs> yeah, but it's also setting up now the whole backstory of what's yeah. going on, you know, which I like. It, and it, it, and it, it opens up since that started. I was like, I don't, I don't really care anymore. I was like, I don't really care anymore. Now that I know what's going on. Yeah. I, I don't know how it's going to carry out for five more Joes. I'm like, okay. Wanda's created her own little world for herself. Right. Because she needs to have vision, you know, in her we'll life. See. It's, it's, it's a love well, story. It's I don't, like a love story. It's, I don't I think it's the, all Wanda, Wanda though. So there's a I, mystery I, there. I think the reveal came a little too soon. There's probably more. There's more to reveal. If if you yeah, think it's all Wanda, it's 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 it not all Wanda. I don't th I don't think hydra, it is. There's so. a Hydra component. There. Right. Yeah, no, I, yeah. And I think there's more to that than just Hydra. There's other stuff going on. I agree with that, and I think there's a lot more that they're not revealing yet. Maybe a meteor will land on Cat Jennings next episode. <laughs> something's feeding <laughs> off of Wanda's like. One can only hope. Yeah, something's feeding off her. Like yeah. Something. She's being manipulated in some way, mm -hmm. I think. But I think so too. Well, they, they, they the, the, the theory is, is that uh, Mephisto might play right. a part. In There's the that show. other, yeah. So I, that's a whole. I think she had a nervous breakdown too. I think. No, yeah, I, yeah. Oh, absolutely! Like mm. despair. Right, but there, she's, definitely, she's reanimating a corpse and pretending yeah. he's still alive. Right, but then they're all, one of the characters that's in her world is supposed to be Mephisto or supposed to be. A What's bad real? character. It's the neighbor. Know it. Yeah, it's Catherine, Catherine Han. Right. Yeah. Uh, I don't think she's Mephisto, though. She's, I mean, I don't uh, know no. what that is, but I she seems to be that other character, Agatha, the, the witch that like um, she's Mephi so old and stuff. Yeah. Mephisto Agatha is like um, yeah, Agatha, Agatha Harkness. I think she's more like yeah. that. But Mephisto is like a devil villain, or ah. he's like he's like a. Yeah. It's Marvel's villain. version of the devil. Oh, right. Okay. It's Marvel's right. version of the devil. Which is why they said, "Oh, I've I've detected this." Co this cosmic uh, radiation that comes oh, from no. the Big Bang. It's like the the, the guys from uh, is as that. So it's like I just made a connection, Jason. You said <laughs> Mephisto. Yep. One more we day. Yeah, one more day. Mm -hmm. oh, and WandaVision, Spider Man, yeah. and Doctor Strange are supposed to be a loose trilogy. <laughs> oh no. Well, I, I've read about the <laughs> Mephisto thing for a while. Oh, no. Yeah. yeah, he was part of the One More Day. Yeah. Right. What's that? He was. He was. Mm -hmm. Peter Parker makes a deal with the devil. He was also uh, keep his the, secret identities. I mean, it would play perfectly goes, into the MCU. The way in the comics, Civil War, he revealed a secret identity to everybody, and he's married to Mary Jane Watson, and it just puts everybody in jeopardy. So he right. makes a deal with the devil to reset all that. So he's not married right. to her anymore, and nobody knows who he is. This right. is in the comics. Yes. Yep. And it looks yeah. like they're going that way. Oh, and yeah. oh God. The post credit scene in the last movie where Jay Jonah lets his identity out. Yeah, there you go. Oh, they are going to do one more day. Try to. Yep. Oh. Plus, she she he had a part in the comics and how the twins get born are born too. That's right. Yeah, That's he right. Has a, he has a significant uh, part right. in that. That's in I, the comics. That's right. Yep. Yep. And 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 what's really weird is one of the kid <laughs> one of the kids is like Quicksilver, which. Suppose right? Isn't one of the children supposed to be like Quicksilver? You can move really fast or something. I think so. Yeah. Well, kids, well, her kids. Her what? Yeah, her, her kids? twins. Does she actually have them? Well, in the uh, comic, yeah, it's hard to Yeah, and supposedly they want to take Quicksilver from the X Men universe. Yes, they want to use and, Evan and Peters. bridge it over and bridge it over. Yeah, 
which would start the whole X-Men thing in the Marvel. That's right. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Which I skipped that story because the calendar was full. So it, didn't it they was... have the Scarlet Witch and her brother in like one of the X-Men movies, like as like a background kind of people, like in a box? That was event. that no. was Age of Ultron. What was it? Yeah, that was Age of Ultron. That Hydra had them. He was experimenting on them, and they were in a box. One it was part of a yeah. trailer, I think. One was on okay. one. That was a that was a different Quicksilver though, because Quicksilver right. Right. is actually Magneto's son. They're both Magneto. They're both are. Okay. Or I thought daughter, I thought daughter, MC, son. I thought in the MCU they were just experimenting on that Quicksilver. Yes, correct. Yeah, and they're experimenting, they're experimenting on Wanda as well. They're experimenting on, on Wanda as well. Because they didn't have the rights to the X-Men. Right. That's right. They but, couldn't make them mutants, and that's why she's not called Scarlet Witch. Right. 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 But if they bring yeah. if they bring this new Quicksilver in being one of her children, then that's gonna tie in that whole entire universe and bring right. it in. Because they didn't have the rights to use Quicksilver either. So he was just Pietro and she was Wanda. Hmm. And I because bet you it's gonna be this name. it's gonna be and the that's same. why they're not mutants, they're right. exper they're enhanced. experiments, experiments, yeah. yeah. But I bet you they're gonna take the character from Days of Future Past, right? And bring him back into the universe, right? The sure. Quicksilver Quicksilver for the movie. No, oh. but that was he was a great Quicksilver. I loved his I Oh, loved Evan him. Peters was better, yeah. Yeah. That's what I mean. And that yeah, one the, shot plays kick ass, he couldn't even do that. That accent was awful. Right. In that one shot where he's going around the room and doing all the... The first that. time it was great. The second time it was like, seen this before. Yeah, yeah exactly. But seeing it for the first time was cool. Yeah, the first time was good. And we saw it in the theater, I think, Keith. You and uh, I went to go see uh, that. Days of Future Past? Yeah. Probably. I enjoyed that one. That wasn't that bad. That was the better out of all most of them. Yeah, I think of the nine or ten X-Men movies, I like three of them. Hmm. <laughs> Maybe four, but the, but that's two, what, but that's uh, what I like about this show is that it, it, class, there's a lot of Logan four, yeah. But the show has a lot of theory. If you watch it, there's a lot of little pieces of things all over it, which I like. No, I understand. Yeah, but there's uh there's another theory about where there was there's a throwaway line things. about the yeah there was the, there was some throwaway line about our astronauts have been or have gone missing. Hmm, missing astronauts. Planet of the Apes. I wonder what <laughs> they could be talking about. One, They're going to put the, of the universe in. Hmm? <laughs> no, no, that that there's just talking about the ones that went missing in Thanos' snap. Yeah, oh, okay. like it was one of them. That was another one. The Thanos. Yeah, that's snap. it. Like, and I never, I didn't even think about this. Exactly. Yeah. Gary, well, um, at Nerdrotic, he's like, what about like people who are on airplanes and yeah. Yeah. You know, like come back in the middle of the air, yeah. in the middle of the air, and how about, oh, yeah. <laughs> or if they come back in there, like they left, they were standing next to me, right? And then when I come back, I like we occupy the same space, I beam back into their body or something. Yep, yep. Like the fact that everybody came back clean five yeah. years later is, you know, yeah. and then like, he, another good point is like the only it reason they did five years later was so that Tony Stark could have a daughter, like that doesn't make any sense, which is yeah. it's so dumb. Because, like, like, why can't they just go back to the exact moment they were snapped away? Right. And he can still have his daughter. I did like the hospital scene, though, when she's yeah. running through the hospital and she asks about her mother. I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, that was kind of cool. She and did then, a good, uh, good job. It's like only 20 minutes passed, and she's like, what are you talking about? Like, four years have passed. Right. Yeah. Yep. That was kind of cool. No, she, I was she was excellent. I like the way it looked really how good. people were coming back together. It was the reverse. Yeah. 
poof. The reverse. Yeah. Right, because you never saw that. I had to look that. it up. I was like, Rambo. I know that name. Like, oh, Captain Marvel. And I was like, it, it took me a minute to I realized. I'm like, oh, my God, it's just the daughter of Captain Marvel's like, I was just going to say, Rambo, John, Green Beret. Rambo. Rambo. <laughs> Rambo. <laughs> Not Rambo. Rambo. Yeah. All right, gang. Rambo. It's 10 p.m. We should wrap this up. Let's quickly go around. Recommendations. Stacy, why don't you go first? I recommend that you not watch the little things. <laughs> I mean, maybe watch it. I mean, the performances are pretty good. It's always fun to watch Denzel, you know, and it's to see Rami Malek in a different um, role. I mean, I love Mr. Robot and he was amazing as Elliot, Mr. Robot. But um, there's something about him that at first when you're watching the movie, um, he just has this quality about him that's kind of like that's Rami Malik, and then it takes you a little bit, and you know they make him kind of this like up and coming detective, and he's like kind of sly and he's on the ball, and and it's funny because they show him that way at the beginning, and then by the end, all of he's like lost his mind, and like not really lost his mind, but he does things that like that character that you meet at the beginning wouldn't do, and and the change was so dramatic in such a short period of time, it didn't make sense you know, the character and there's other like little things about it and the ending sucks. So. <laughs> okay. Edson, what do you got for us? I'm going to do a follow-up recommendation from your last week. So I started watching the prisoner and I love it. It's so, it's like from the 19, what sixties or something like that. Like, oh my gosh. He's so animated. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> there's not a wasted, second in that yeah. episode is so perfectly scripted so tightly but it yep. is so it might be the best show i've ever yeah, seen yeah there's no like uh, a side things where it's like oh we're just wandering around while we're waiting for the next plot the, everything is in the story like all that stuff i just said about wandavision episode four you don't say about the prisoner it's so perfect like there's not everything's so deliberate everything yeah. you have to pay yeah. attention every minute you do okay. you really do there's it, it's it's so good i'm with you man and i'm watching them one a week so it's nice and i'm on episode five um okay. yeah i'm not gonna rush i'm not gonna rush it all at once because you I can't there are a lot to digest I, I right i need to like uh think about which one after i see it it's like <laughs> and then after i watch it i watch as in uh robert Meyer oh Burnett. right yeah you told me about that yeah i'm not a prisoner i'm a free man that's exactly what it is iron maiden wrote two songs about that show Stacy's into it. Look at that light. I'm not a number. No, I am not a number. You are number six. So the song <laughs> uh, prisoner, prisoner is about the show and the song Back in the Village, which I put together on my own listening to it at the gym. I'm like, Back in the Village. And he's all the lyrics. And I'm like, Holy shit, they wrote this about the prisoner too, didn't they? So I looked it up and they did. Yep. Yeah. That's yep. Wow. Great. Two great songs. Yep. About that show. Jude, what do you recommend? Um, I actually recommend something completely different, and this is something that's, that's a good movie, Monty Python. <laughs> uh, yeah, right. Um, and this is something I saw years ago on YouTube, and you can find it on YouTube for free, or you can get it on I think Amazon Prime if you have it. You can, or you can rent it for I think for like a buck. Uh, it's about Popcorn Sutton. Do you guys know about Popcorn Sutton? Anybody? No. Okay, so Popcorn Sutton, he was popcorn. a. I like popcorn. He was a. Um, <laughs> he was an Appalachian moonshiner and a bootlegger, and um, he supposedly is a legend in the 
moonshining business. And I actually, uh, there was a spinoff show after his death called Moonshiners, and I think it was on like Travel Network or something. It was like a reality show. Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> what's that? Pete's like turned, so he's looking straight at you. It's a little. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so basically, um, this whole do- uh, short documentary is pretty much about how they used to do moonshine back in the day. You okay there, Keith? I'm fine. Um, Stacy's making me laugh. It's really good. No, it's really good. And um, I don't know. Like I said, you can watch it on um, on YouTube for free. It's called This is the Last Damn Run of Liquor I'll Ever Make. Nice. And uh, Sutton actually committed suicide in ni- in 2009. Wow. Uh, because um, they found uh, a batch of his moonshine, and he w- he would sell it. And uh, you know, you're not obviously you can't you can't make uh, moonshine and sell it publicly. So, uh, but it's really really good, and it's it's sort of like a, just something you can watch and learn about how they these bootleggers used to do it back in the day and i don't know i find i found it enjoyable but nice pedro i'm gonna be debbie downer and i've i haven't been watching or reading anything this this week so i'm gonna i'm gonna have to pass on this one dun, 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 dun. <laughs> jason what about you I'm currently reading a cool collection of Black Widow stories from the 1980s and 90s. Oh. This is showing up. And it's called The Coldest War. And basically, it's great espionage stories from the 80s and 90s from people like Jerry Conway, George Perez, oh. uh, Jim Starlin's oh, in very this. Nice. Um, it's, it's really, really cool. I'm a big fan of this the Marvel Epic Collection. What they do is they give you a nice chunk of story for a good price. And um, this has got a bunch of good stuff in here from team-ups with uh, Daredevil, I'm sure. Um, some of her early solo adventures, the George Perez, Paul Gulesi, or Paul Gulesi, I think you pronounce yeah, his name. Yeah. Um, he was a seminal artist on the Black Widow. Yeah, and that's in here. So yeah. I definitely recommend, it's called The Coldest War. That's yeah. a good one. And you can oh, find it on, nice. yeah, you can find it in in-stock trades for about 20 bucks or so. Really? Yep. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Nice. That's a good one. Really good stuff. Cool the score. Yeah. I. I. Yeah. I like. I like those epic collections as well. So I'm gonna look that one up. I have two recommendations. One's quick. One's not so quick. Well, they're both kind of all right. Um, trading places. Hmm. Um, considering what happened with Wall Street and everything, I popped in Trading Places, which I haven't watched in years. And it's not as funny as I thought it was or remembered it as. Maybe it's just the dated humor. Um, but it's a fun story. And it's interesting because you kind of try to, f- um, you know, make sense of the stock market and, and how this happens. And, and, of course, you have the the classic story of how they switch roles in their, you know, the Ralph Bellamy and uh, Donna Michi two classic 30s actors and uh, they they make a bet with each other that they could take Eddie Murphy who's a homeless guy and turn him into a Wall Street executive and take the Wall Street executive Dan Aykroyd who works for them and turn him into a criminal by putting him out on the street um, 
So it's um, and then the two of them team up to get back at him, and it's just it's classic eighties stupid. It mm-hmm. It's not politically correct by any stretch. <laughs> I cannot believe the cancel culture crowd has not come after this movie yet, um, because there's a scene where Dan Aykroyd paints himself up Jamaican. Oh my god! Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So, but what I found even more interesting was the bon- the stuff you get on the Blu-ray, the bonus features, and there was a clip from Eddie Murphy in 1983. Eddie Murphy was 22, going on 23 years old, when he said this. I think all movies should be this way. You shouldn't try to say anything. People come to see movies and to come, I, this is my personal belief. People come to see movies, people buy records, and people, anything that has anything to do with, with entertainment, people use them as an escape, I feel. And I don't try to say anything with my comedy, and I don't try to do anything when I do an album, and I don't try to say anything with, with a character when I do it in, the, in a movie. I'm just trying to be entertaining. I don't think anybody should try to, I don't think you should take power. Like, a motion picture is real powerful, man. Like, movies like, what, what was that movie that, uh, with, with De Niro? Taxi driver. Yeah, people are saying that this guy went for a taxi driver and went out and was like, I want to be like, he went and shot the president. Motion picture is real powerful. I don't think you should say anything with it. Just just do it and be entertaining and be funny. That's why I feel. I don't want to say anything with him. I don't want to preach. Wow. I don't want to preach. Wow. He said that in 1983. And it doesn't ring any. It's so true today. Wow. Like, I, I was stunned when I saw that on the bonus features and I had to find the clip online and pull it down and I found it and um, it's brilliant. And I just was like, wow, what a well put together young man he was to realize that when he was 20 something years old, mm-hmm. in 83, when you got away with a lot more than you get away with now. Mm-hmm. I love Eddie Murphy. He you can do it wrong. You know, what's really funny. There's some music I listened to back from the early nineties, some rock bands and their music is actually if you feel like the message was written today, especially mm-hmm. around all the polit- political nonsense, and you're like, "Holy crap, this song came out in like 1992." So music's the same way now. There's some music that I used to listen to that you're, it's more prevalent now than I yeah. think. Mm. At least I feel that. I don't, I don't know. I mean, yeah, no, I hear you. My second pitch is everyone should watch this next week. See <laughs> ah. <laughs> yeah, you played that. Cameron Pasha will be joining us next week from 7 to about 8.30. Um, that's what he says he can spare. Um, maybe he'll go longer. If not, I never, I never minutes. heard of Tron Uprising. It looks like it was uh, animated. Yeah, um, yeah, Disney XD. So um, he's a fascinating, fascinating guy. I, I'm still, I cannot believe. Edson saw it happen almost in real time. That uh, <laughs> I, I wrote him in within half an yeah, hour. That was awesome. Um, and said, yeah. So I feel privileged because he normally hangs out on people with hundreds of thousands of subscribers. We have 150 plus. So, um, and when he agreed to it, we had like 110. Right. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, now gracious guy. And I'm really happy. And it's going to be really fascinating. It's going to be something else. Um, so be there, be there, be there, and I hope he brings some of his audience with him and kind of gives us a little. Yeah. I won't give us a little push. So, cool. anyway, all right, who's gonna say it? See you oh, next wait, Tuesday. Before we do that, before we do that, never mind. I didn't <laughs> say pull that. it back, pull it back. Yeah, we forgot.
we forgot. Oh, you know what? Hang on. Before we go, real quick, bear with me here for a second. I know you can do it. Just give me a second. My One. brain, my brain is melting. Uh, where is it? Here it is. Let's check in on Edwin's fundraiser before we oh. go. Oh, all right. It's still at seventy-six percent. So, seventy-five backers. Twenty-eight days left. Hopefully, I'm gonna, I want to see this tomorrow. I want to see this hit the goal. So, um, and if you're watching this on replay, it'll probably be a couple days from now. Um, consider backing Edwin. Good guy. It's his first ever uh, solo comic project, and we'd love to see him do more. So go for it. Um, as far as us, please hit the subscribe button. A lot of people have been lately. We're getting happy. It's getting exciting. I mean, yeah, we're still down. You know, we only have 150 plus subs, but you know what? Three months ago, we had like 70. So it's fun to watch the growth in, you know, the early days are always the, the ones we look back on the fondest, right? Well. When, when this becomes like too much to manage and I'll be like, why did I do this? Somebody yeah. said no to me a long time ago. So please subscribe to turn me into a uh, drooling lunatic. <laughs> you can reach us on the socials at the geek time and net. That would be the tweeter, the face plant, <laughs> the Instagram crackers and minds. Whoa, minds. Kind of having fun on minds. Geektimenetwork.com would be the website, and you can email us at geektimenet at gmail.com. All your hate mail can be addressed to Judah Buddha. I'd love to take your hate mail because <laughs> I love giving it back. Exactly. So now, who wants to say it? Now, can I say it? Go ahead. See you next Tuesday. If you like this video, please subscribe to the channel. If you subscribe, make sure you click the little bell icon to be notified anytime someone from our show drops new content here. Thanks for watching, and we'll talk to you soon. Hey kids, what time is that?